guys, biggest show of the year. Cole's laughing. <laughs> Start of the night. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. I know you're fucking recording already. Guys, it's beginning of the year, which means we're doing the biggest show of the year, which means you don't need to listen to any more shows after this. Can only go down from here? <laughs> only go down from there. Oh, is that a new voice? I don't know. It might be. But new guys, character. <laughs> new character. <laughs> Troy really worked on this one. <laughs> guys, the best movies, top 10 of 2023. That's right. 40 small movie reviews. <laughs> what a way to start the start the year, right? By wanting to kill yourself after listening to all this shit. Guys, we're doing it. What came out that we all loved? What came out that we hate that other people loved that we can yell at them for? All that and more on a very special <laughs> Cole laughing edition of the review. Re <laughs> <laughs> Review. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds real good. Turn the bass off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Review Review Show, where a few small town dudes are giving you our big top ten opinions. I am Troy to the Max Extreme. I am... <laughs> Big time call? <laughs> it looks like nobody knew when Big to stop. time call! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm one of ten. <laughs> and we're being joined by the one and only Spectre Hunter. Ghost Hunter Dave. Did I see a... Hey, guys. Nose? Dom, Dom's back, guys. Dom, guys. Back, baby. Did I mention Dom's back? Dom's back. <laughs> and better than ever. Better than ever. God. Deeper. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Deeper than ever. Uh, tonight, we got a big show. Probably the biggest show we've ever done. Biggest show ever oh done. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. much so that we're not going to do news. No. And I do have a no news theme. <laughs> oh, Yes! <laughs> God damn it! Is this the right song, Joel? pissed at you before i'm even more pissed now <laughs> in this fuck room you fuck your weekend plans <laughs> fuck all this bullshit in this room there's no woman and there's gonna be no news <laughs> just as you told your listeners <laughs> before the show started go kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> i'm bad <laughs> That was fucking dumb. But we <laughs> we got the biggest show ever. So we're going to go right into letters. Yes. Wait a some... minute. Are we? 
Wait. We're going to go into listener mail right away? Yeah. B- before we get to the top of the hour, of course. Oh! You <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> oh, I fucking hate both of you. <laughs> Dave, you're the only one on my good list right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you gotta stop fighting. You gotta stop fighting. Was that a... Uh, like a zipper? We, yeah. On oh. our male body bag. Who the Oh, who the I'm on the good list. That's right. <laughs> who the hell's this guy? Is this oh. Dom? I heard he's back. <laughs> this is him. He's back, Holy baby. shit, it's a pleasure. I'm dirt. I live in the bag. <laughs> yep, this is dirt. Dirt. He, he lives in the bag. Okay. I live in the I live in the live in the male body bag. It is the bag that they keep the mail in that's in the size of a body bag that I live in. Uh-huh. He's creating a civilization in there. <laughs> yeah. I am. I try Well there's no women in there, so it's hard to procreate. Just a lot of sticky letters. Yeah. Yep. Is that why you only grab a couple each week? Apparently you can't get letter you can't get letters pregnant, so uh <laughs> I, I just but it doesn't keep me from trying. <laughs> Don't that's laugh little, at that. That's a little joke for you guys. Don't laugh that's at that. That's a little joke for you. Joke. I see you smiling. Uh-oh. No. Don't smile, you crack your face. <laughs> Don't smile, you crack your face. Are you... Is that, that's like the oldest dad thing to say. <laughs> I'm trying to be a dad. I'm trying to fuck all these letters. Oh, You're my it. God. <laughs> Stop it. You're not trying. You are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I don't get all the way. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck you. Sometimes I'm unsuccessful in the endeavor. Have you ever licked an envelope, like, from front to back and kind of, like, cut your tongue? Does that ever happen down there in the Uh, bag? I think that's called foreplay. (laughs) (laughs) That's another little dad joke for you. God. uh, I don't like this. Who's your dad? Oh, it's Dustin. I wish I knew. I wish I knew, Dom. (laughs) I wish I knew. What the hell is that? Oh my god! What is happening? Is Hello. this all the show is now? <laughs> Just coughing is, and playing things on your phone. This is Wine Tour Deness oh, no. back from the robotic dead. Wow! You came with sound effects and everything. That's how I'm created now. With sound, sound effects, effects from your phone. With sound effects from my phone. Are you an, are you an AI now? Can you tell me what to do? No. Uh, how about this? Go away. <laughs> I cannot. I can only produce pretzels. <laughs> what kind? Parm. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. Parm pretzels. That's awesome. I also have wine. Sweet whites. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right, the sweet whites. I have <laughs> lots of sweet whites with me if you need them. I don't want any part of your sweet whites. They're in my van. I mean, bus. Isn't the sweet whites like a reality show on VH1? I don't know. That's all I have. Ro- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Robot. <laughs> what is that? Oh no! Why am I sitting next to you? Choking on <laughs> Troy's been coughing. Troy's been just just berating with these Parmesan pretzels. You just, you're eating them too fast, Troy. You probably have Parm dust in your throat. <laughs> I oh do. I've got a ton of Parm dust back there. He's got a bad case of Parm dust. <laughs> You've got Parm throat. 
Oh no! The palm dust was good enough, but we all got it. <laughs> okay, what other words can we put behind palm? <laughs> Go. Palm throat. Uh, you said that one already. You're ro- out. Robo oh. tour Dennis. Palm job. Is that the right palm hole? Oh, you got a real palm job. Palm job. <laughs> I specialize in palm jobs. Oh no! Palm jobs and sweet whites. They go well together. God. When did you become fully autonomous? About 16 months ago. <laughs> 16. Wow. wow. When was that? Last September. Oh, wow. Okay. I was listening to we- RRR. <laughs> oh, okay. The most popular Review Review Pod episode ever. Wow. You, wow. you didn't know that. You just pulled that up in your database. Of course. This database is loaded with cum. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Completely useless info. Were you a Completely letter? useless info. Were you a letter once? <laughs> Last week, I, trans- I Did you transform look- like the- a rise of the beast. So last week, you let the, you let the liquor talk? <laughs> like Morgan Wallen says, last week, I let the liquor talk. Well, hey, we got a lot. We got a big show, okay? We got to we got to let you go. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, okay. excuse me. I'm going to go back in the bag and buy myself flowers. Oh, okay, <laughs> let me just grab some letters out of there real quick All right. before you zip it back up. Keep it down. Dom, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was nice. <laughs> it's a very long Jesus. zipper. I'm still here. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot to say Big Alan Sense Change is having a 20% off sale. Oh, it's the episode, beginning of the year sale. Uh, you buy two chains. Uh, you get one that's probably like a rusty one that's outside. <laughs> wow, what a deal. But you can pick it up and take it with you. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. They got to buy two chains first. That's Big Alan Sense Change. <laughs> All right, he loves Big Alan's son's chains. <laughs> He's just a fucking shill for him. <laughs> I don't know. First letter from the True Bear. Oh my God! Subject line: Good evening, my friends. Let me start out by saying this: I am the first and true bear of the Review Review Podcast. Holy shit! Did anyone else say that they were a bear? Just so I can refresh I my memory. I can't wait to find out what animals everyone else that listens to our show <laughs> is, is claiming to be. Uh, now that that is out of the way, Merry Christmas to you all. I sincerely hope each of you had a marvelous and fabulous Christmas. Christmas! <laughs> Christmas. I have noticed many other listeners have sent in their top five song of their individual Spotify rap, so I figured I'd do the same I will preface this by saying I only switched to premium in October. That is a fact that we oh, needed wow. to know. <laughs> Thank God. Who doesn't have all the data in there? Not all the data. Wow. Not I also data. switched to premium oil in October. Oh, no. I'm still here. Can we turn them off? <laughs> Can you hit the button on my <coughs> rectum? <Yes>. Oh, rectum? <laughs> Damn near killed Will me. you hit it, please? Uh. It'll turn me off. <laughs> Sounds more going to turn you on. It'll turn me. Well, if you push it, that's true. Do it. I dare you now. Do it. Let me just do it. Hold on. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> wet it. Wet it. <laughs> that was the wreck button. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was, like, now it's there recording. There you go. You just recorded. Posterity. You just recorded yourself sticking fingers in the asshole of a robot. Damn, and I spit on him and everything. But you know what? It got him out of here, though. <laughs> That's true. Got him out of here. Now that he's got his footage, he's just going to take off. <laughs> Expect a blackmail tape coming. <laughs> coming to seven mail. business yeah. days. Yep. Damn it. Troy's going to get canceled. Anyway, number five. I don't want to be Gavin uh, DeGraw. I don't want to be. Oh, that's okay. Sexy boy, Jimmy Hart, and Shawn Michaels. What? <laughs> no, Come on. Number three, Pony by Genuine. Oh, fantastic. Number two, X gonna give it to you, DMX. And Ooh. number one, I'm 100% blaming this on Cole because it's Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Oh, my Hold God. Hold on. Is this Jer Bear? Yeah. The true bear. The true bear. <laughs> Jer Bear. What an assortment of songs. Yeah. Quite quite an assortment there, Jeremy. My lordy. My goodness. Uh, no, because I am an absolute whore for a top five. Seriously, guys, I love these. Three or four times a year, a good top five would be so awesome. I agree, but we're, right. we need we need material. We're running out of material. Yeah. I even asked, well, did, did we do Christmas songs before? And we did. <laughs> like, there's only so many topics in the world. Yeah. That's true. We're going to do top five cities in Massachusetts? Well, Are we? Ooh, can no. I get on that one? Guys? <laughs> wow. I don't know. I didn't, know, I didn't know if you know, Cole. <laughs> Dave is one of the top experts in Massachusetts cities. <laughs> oh. Correct. I have looked at a map. Big oh, mass God. tourism guy over there. Uh, this year, I watched 19 movies, and I have a wide variety. Uh, I do have some honorable mentions, which are Blue Beetle, Rudy Gilman, Teenage Kraken, Evil Dead Rise, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, Creed 3, Elemental. I agree, a lot of honorable mentions, but I really liked all of those uh, movies. Having said that, these are my top five movies of 2023. Oh, Troy, what if he picks my top five? Then <gasps> mine would be redundant. Then you have to, to get the to fuck the out of one here. True bear. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to just say what, yep. or do what I said at the end of the pre-show. Get out. Okay. Get the fuck yeah. out. All right. Get the fuck out. <laughs> if, with if, he he if he picks your top five, you have to feed yourself to Jerry <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, number five, Knock at the Cabin. The twists, the turns, the acting. Dave, oh. I'm looking at you. I'm in the clear, guys. Oh, Ooh. my God. <clears throat> or is it a twist? Oh, oh. wow. Find out. Shyamalan twist. <laughs> it's not. Number four, Totally Killer. An Amazon movie that was way better than it should have been. A time-traveling horror film. Fantastic. Nope, nope, nope. We're all still, all right, right, right. Number Over three. Two. <laughs> Candy Cane Lane. These are pornos. I'm really safe on this <laughs> one. <laughs> These are pornos. I'm really safe. Is that a porno? <laughs> Eddie Murphy is such a great actor, and it was this year's Christmas movie. I don't. I didn't know I wanted. Number two. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Honor okay. Among Thieves. Yeah, Just a fun okay. overall movie that made me want more. Oh, want. Was there an Ooh. H in there? Um, I always think there's an H in there. Fair Every, mm. Everywhere. Um, I, mean, I mean, Troy does think there's an extra H in Halloween. That's true. It's H-H-A. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Uh, the number one movie from 2023 for old True Bear here. The Super Mario Brothers movie. My God. The Nostalgia. Voice acting. And the story, absolutely perfect. Best movie of the year. 
Anywho, I've rambled on long enough tonight, so I'll let you get back to it. Cole, I'll see you soon. All my love, Jer Bear. Ah, And signs off with three different kinds of bears, Grizzly, Mm. Polar, and Koala. Oh, Koala! I call Koala. I thought he was one bear. Well, he signs off. He's an an amalgam of all of these bears to become (laughs) the true bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick the Polar, hashtag Sweet Whites. (laughs) (laughs) Good callback. Good callback. Uh, Jerry Bear and I did have our Buffalo Wild Wings meet up. It was fantastic. Wow. Levi and Piper joined us this time. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw him at the movie for... I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. Oh, I'll talk about it in the movie when I review it. Oh, my God. <laughs> my moments where I had to say, cover your eyes! The one point, yeah, the one point I hear Cole in the corner yell, cover your eyes. At one point, I start losing it. God damn it. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> the, the same places here, cold in the background. Cover your eyes. Cover, cover your eyes. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh no, we had our, our meetup, and uh, yeah, Jerry Bear's doing good. Jerry Bear's growing the hair. I said, you getting ready for a run in the Fed, man? He's growing, I saw he's growing his hair out. He's growing the hair out? Uh-huh, uh-huh. We had a good naughty talk. <laughs> I have still <laughs> never <laughs> met this man. <laughs> we also talked about that. I've never met this man. And how man. that's the running gag now that you guys can just, just never can't. meet. Yep. He was yeah. literally even in this town. Several Probably, times. Yeah. Feet away from me. He's watched me wrestle. <laughs> Twice in this town. <laughs> Never met him. The Ever. you slurred watched, I thought you said, he's washed me. He's, he's washed, washed yeah. me. I wasn't conscious he washed but me. But I don't look at my servants when they're bathing me. <laughs> That's true. That's By true. the way, I'm digging this double IPA. Not too it's bad. It's huh? better with every sip. It is. God. It is a uh, Cage's Castles. A Nicholas Cage inspired beer. Made with strata. Cage's assholes. Cage's assholes. Cage's assholes. Sure, there's a oh, Nick Cage Top movie that could relate to that. From the old TG out in from, Decoray. From God's country, Decoray. Try how many of these emails are there? There's quite a bit of emails, Dave. That's why we're getting them right off the top of the show. Should I, like, go lay down? You could. <laughs> but then you'll miss all these fine letters. Okay. Yeah. From I our... just feel like I needed to do some pre-reading before <laughs> getting into this. Uh, next letter. Subject line, wolves. Uh-oh. Oh, I, but I know who this is. In a very long letter, sorry. That's in the subject line. Okay. Oh. It's a, it's a, oh, my God. Extremely, it's a long one. Dave is watching the letter. <laughs> my, my heart just <laughs> sank when you scrolled. <laughs> oh, my. You're not going to read all that, are you? I'm going to read all this. Yeah. Here we go. Dave just pulled one of those key fobs out that starts his car from inside. <laughs> I'm going to go park it in your garage and kill myself. Yeah, there's a garden hose in there. You can put it right right into the front seat. Dave's going to put a hose in his exhaust and then put it in his mouth like midsummer. Oh, I thought I was going to drown myself in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Just your car up from the hose. Dave's gonna go. There's Dave. gotta be an easier way. Dave's gonna Dave's gonna get into his car and then piss till he drowns. Uh. Anyway, hi guys. Well, you just cheered me up. I'm in bed feeling very unwell. Just finished your last episode and JT declaring January as wolves was the best news. I will definitely be looking forward to that. Just want to quickly mention, especially for Chelsea, I do love Edward Scissorhands and mentioned it in a previous letter she didn't hear. Even though it's not an official Christmas movie, it has Christmassy, wintry vibes. Ooh. So it's good for this time of year. Cool. Right. Hey! Whoa. Said, he's only seen 10 movies this year. More well, now. I, 
I think I've only seen about three. <gasps> oh, I'm with you there. To be fair, I'm not well enough to go to the cinema. So this does limit me. So she has an excuse. Yeah, yeah get those streaming. What's your excuse, Cole? <laughs> I don't have <laughs> I got nothing. My husband saw Barbie at the cinema with some friends and highly rated it. I suddenly realized I've seen the film Saltburn on Amazon Prime only last week. I wanted to watch it uh, because it's by the same director writer who did Promising Young Woman. I, know, I want to check that out too. Maybe I'll go watch it really quick right now while you're <laughs> for this letter, guy. <laughs> it was on my list. There might be 10 minutes left before you're done and this letter's done. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually now 100% sure what my final verdict on Saltburn is. I definitely prefer Promising Young Woman, though. I think the director-writer was trying to be shocking with Saltburn. Didn't shock me. Wow. Although a couple of the scenes did make me feel a bit queasy. She's hardcore. She's hardcore. <laughs> if you enjoy watching someone slurp semen from a bath plug hole, or eat period blood and feed it to someone else, or hump a grave... Wait, is this Jude or is this Elizabeth? <laughs> is this, I thought it was Sam. This is Jude. Then this yeah. could be the film for you. All right, Dave. Let's go watch it. Let's Elizabeth, watch take it. notes. I googled 2023 movies to see whether there's anything else I've watched. Then I realized I've also seen Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, starring Rachel McAdams and Kathy Bates, based on a Judy Bloom book. The film was just average. A coming-of-age story. I don't think I've ever read the book, but I did enjoy reading some other books by Judy Bloom when I was younger. Another 2023 film I've seen is on Netflix called Nowhere. Set in a dystopian setting, a young pregnant woman is stuck in a storage container at sea. Probably sounds weird, but my husband picked it and turned out to be a much better film than I expected. I don't think I'd watch it again because it's the type of film it's best watched the first time, but would recommend. I've just paused this letter to look at more 2023 <laughs> films, and actually I've, se- I've seen a few more. Jude, next, next week, write in with how long... <laughs> Like, <laughs> with timestamps. Yeah, what's the yeah. timestamps on this letter? Like, how <clears throat> did you just keep it in your drafts for about for, for like a whole week? <laughs> uh, maybe I do was a pretty rubbish rom com, despite a good cast including Susan Strand, William H Macy, Richard Gere, and Diane Keaton. I also recently watched the Christmas film Best Christmas Ever, but that was also pretty rubbish. I like the term rubbish. I like this. Bring it back. Uh, I'm I not... like the term bins. <laughs> Rubbish I don't know if bins, you know, Troy, but that word left with the T. We throw it off the boat. Get out of here, Britain. Jesus Got her. Christ. Yeah. I'm not usually into rom-coms anymore, but I don't even know why I watched these apart from Soon Sarandon in the first one. And I guess I wanted a Christmas film. I haven't seen before. Hmm, good points. Hmm. Um, I did like a film called You Hurt My Feelings, written and directed by one of my favorite writer-directors, Nicole Hall of Center? Hall of Center? I don't know how to say that. The film stars Julia Louise Dreyfus, who was Elaine. also in a 2013 film called Enough Said. What did you say? Elaine. Oh, got it. <laughs> by Nicole Hall of Center. Hall of Center. Hall of Center. Hall of Center. Got it. Even though I prefer Enough Said and some of Nicole's older film, other films, I enjoyed You Hurt My Feelings and didn't, and would watch again. So, turns out I've actually seen six films from 2023. Maybe I do the best Christmas ever. And are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Wouldn't recommend you 
uh, bother watching. Saltburn would make an interesting review. It does have some beautiful cinematography. Nowhere is a good film, and I think would keep your attention. You Hurt My Feelings would probably be my top pick, but potentially not your cup of tea, apart from possibly J2, who I think is maybe the most open-minded of with films out of the three of you. I hope by the end of this letter, Judas, Judas watched 15 movies. <laughs> You guys are going to hate me for sending such a long letter, especially when your, la- when your last show of the year is already always so long, but you made me intrigued to find out what films I'd actually seen from this year. Okay, very sorry for writing an essay. Excited for Wolves! Love Jude! Signed off. Three Wolves. Wow. I'll take one! I'll take another one. I'll also take one. Look at you that. know what I do love, though? Even though it was a very long letter, Jude, and we appreciate it, I do love that this podcast gets people like, what did I watch this year? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it got me interested. Like, last, I couldn't wait to, like, figure out what I watched. I know. I love, like, just going through, like, just Google's, like, 2023 movies. And I'm like, oh, shit, I did watch that. Yeah. yeah. I did the same thing. I realized <laughs> I watched way more. But we'll get into that at the top of the hour. So, Jude, it was a long letter, but we're happy to hear it. Speaking of a long letter, we got a long voicemail. 2023 Jesus movie Christ. list, baby! And this is from Sam. Oh, my God. Troy gets to save his voice. I got Troy is playing it on his kid's speaker. This year, but 2023 has been a great year for movies. Between the writer strike, the actor strike, executives being pants for being greedy cons, Disney having a very serendipitous year where all of their kids' movies bombed in the same year. We found out they're bombing kids. They're bombing kids. Supporting bombing kids. But I saw over 50 movies this year. Jesus. 51. And I can recommend almost all of them, except for Skinnamarink, which is just staring at fucking crown molding for an hour and a half. <laughs> but I ended up with a top 15, and I'm going to blitz through them. So 15, I have Aporia, which is Judy Greer uses a time gun to kill the drunk driver that killed her husband. But they play it as down-to-earth and realistic as humanly possible. There's, like, shades of coherence With a time gun? And if that sounds interesting to you, I suggest seeing it. 14, I have Infinity Pool, which is Mia Goth cucking the sexiest of Scars guards in a made-up foreign country where white people get away with every crime because they just clone them and murder one of the versions of them. It's a Cronenberg <laughs> movie. That's why it's, it's weird. seven minutes Beautiful. long, Dave. <laughs> 13's Boy and the Heron, Hayao Miyazaki's swan song. Uh, arguably the greatest living director, doing what he does best. <laughs> It is worth watching. In either language. Number 12, I have Bottoms. High school lesbians start a fight club so they can get laid. Oh. It is great. It's funny as hell. Number 11 is Sisu, which, if you'd have told me the same year that John Wick 4 came out, that this Finnish movie about an old-timey prospector brutally killing Nazis would end up being the best action movie of the year. Hey, Sam, how's it going? <laughs> It's so testosterone-fueled. I loved it. Number 10, I have When Evil Lurks, which is an Argentinian horror film that's basically a reaction to It would be amazing if Sam was live on the phone uh, and you just said hi and he's still doing his list. Demonic possession. (laughs) And it has the single best jump scare I have seen in decades. What's he talking about? Uh, number nine is Sanctuary, which is the definitive BDSM rom-com. Look, I'm that fucker, but this is The Apartment meets 
uh, Steven Sidekick's Sunstone. If you know what either of those things are, and you like both Wait, of what's them. what's he talking about? See, it's... Oh, no, every time he says a movie, you say, what is he talking about? <laughs> well, I'll listen to it back when it's live. When you uh, post Number eight, I have Suzumi. I hope Sam takes a recording of our podcast and then talks I mean, over us giving our reviews of our top ten like we're doing to his right now. A woman in a possessed chair chase a cat across Japan to close trans-dimensional portals to keep... A giant worm from crushing the country. But what it's actually about is the sensation of abandonment, whether that be of a place, a people, or yourself in your own heart. It's really, really well done. Number seven, I have a th- I have Bo is Afraid, which is a three-hour acid trip of an old man dealing with his anxiety over his maternal uh, guilt. It's centered because of Joaquin Phoenix, who just fucking crushes it. Also, there's a giant cock in it. Number six is May, December, which is yeah. Natalie Portman shadowing a family, mm-hmm. and that family being based on the real-life story of a 36-year-old woman who had sex with a 12-year-old. Oh, boy. And then when she got out of prison, they got married and had a family. It's really really well done you sick fuck it's just <laughs> simple human drama about really fucking weird people top five round number five Killers Cole. of the flower moon which is Martin Scorsese people getting away with genocide which it hit at the time but it's it hits more now and I love the ending the way it's recontextualizes everything is a masterstroke. It's probably Scorsese's best since Wolf of Wall Street. Number four is Barbie. Yet another masterpiece from Greta Gerwig, who once again, like she did with the masterpiece that is Little Women, takes an icon of girlhood, dissects it, and recontextualizes it for the modern era. It is brilliant. I mean, Barbie's goes from an object to a woman. That is her story, and that is beautiful to see done this way. Number three is Across the Spider-Verse, which is hype as fuck and easily the best-looking 3D movie ever made, and that it's also about how marginalized people have to fight against the status quo just to belong in a fucking Spider-Man movie. That is epic shit number two is a film called how to blow up a pipeline which is exactly what the title says but it is the most taut tense brilliant thriller i have seen in ages and also it is very much what's that one like uh, it's very punk rock because it is fully okay with do terrorism and I love it number one is a film called Past Lives which ostensibly is a romance film it is very small and it's very human and if it blows my mind that there's a fucking romance movie on the list let alone number one but this is so goddamn good the way it hits it's like, I mean, they they check 
eternal sunshine of the spotless mind in the film because that's the vibe of it and i think it's as good despite it <coughs> as grounded oh, as up. possible it's just people talking and it's beautiful and oh god yeah it's the best it my best of the year just came anyways i look forward to seeing where cole puts sound of freedom which is so stupid, and I didn't even bother he knows searching me. it out. And I look forward to hearing whatever kids' movies Troy had to suffer through 47 times this year. Trolls. Trolls. Have a good one, guys. All right, thanks, Sam. All right, Sam. Sam just knows us so well. <laughs> I don't know how good or bad that is, but yeah. It's kind of terrifying, actually. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Sam could just walk in these doors right now and be like, what's up, guys? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, have a seat. Uh, okay. Dave, you gotta move. <laughs> Dave, you gotta move. Alright, All right. see you guys. You gotta move. Gotta finish your movie. Sam's here. Yeah, I'm gonna go finish Soulburn. <laughs> uh, next letter. There's more? Yeah, there's like seven letters, Dave. <laughs> what are we on? Uh, four? I don't think these will be okay. seven minutes long, though. Okay. We're over halfway, Dave. We're over halfway. Yeah, yeah. We're over halfway. <clears throat> get fast. Uh, subject line, top ten movie list. Wow. This one's from... Mr. Big. We don't oh even my have God. to do it. From Sex and the City? Mr. Big? <laughs> From Sex and the City, Mr. Oh, Big? Oh, wait, it's, it's actually Bigglesworth. <laughs> oh, it's my a cat, God. actually. Yeah. Now Cole that, came. That naked fucking cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't see many... many of these. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see many that rocked. I'm eagerly awaiting the Toxic Avenger remake with Peter Dinklage. So far, they've only come up with a teaser trailer, and I've been checking every day for anything that would give away even a release date. It screened a few months back at Fantastic Fest, so the film is done. It's also got Kevin Bacon and Elijah Wood in it, so is, it looks like it has major potential. Is and, this his top ten list? Yep, <laughs> and even got good scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Release the trailer! Release the release date! <laughs> and it's directed by Macon Blair, or McCone Blair. Wow. Not sure. He's uh he's in um Green Room, okay, and uh, Blue Ruin, same director. Oh sweet! Friend Any other of, color okay. movies? No, those are the only two. Okay. <laughs> um, thanks, Mr. Big, who also I know is. I love you in Sex in the City. <laughs> uh, shouldn't have hurt Carrie like that. That is a, it's a, oh, Duke Sodium <laughs> wrote that in. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do all of his letters involve Toxic Avenger? Yes. Oh, really? This is the only one, so yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I hope it's, I hope it becomes a thing. I love that his top ten list of this year was a movie that's coming out next year, or coming out this year. And also had, didn't have any other. Has no, <laughs> has no trailer or release date. I love it. And didn't have nine other movies in there. Or one that you've seen. Yeah. There actually is a trailer to that. I've watched it. Yeah, I've seen it too. Yeah. It's a teaser. It's a teaser trailer. No release date. <laughs> no, you're never going to get that released. In a related story, my number seven movie this year is an orange cat that walks by my house every once in a while. <laughs> Wonderful. My top ten list, guys, is I'm going to go. James is going to leave and just call us and then like, give us his list on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> a seven-minute voicemail. Like yeah, James going to give us a seven-minute voicemail. <laughs> I'm going to get through seven of them and then run out of service. <laughs> You're like, well, like, you get the gist. Yeah, of sorry, guys, I'm getting up to Tapley. I might, I might get cut out. <laughs> uh, next letter, subject line, P.S. Hey, it's Jude Wolf again. No! Oh, my God, Jude <laughs> Wolf, Jude! Even when you write a literal book, you still have a P.S. 
I'm embarrassed by how long my other letter was, but well, let me go on. There's a few little things I forgot to add. Firstly, if she puts in, she watched more movies. I'm gonna shit my pants. I hope so. Please. I hope so. Firstly, I really enjoyed Ben and Bob Puffins. I'm spelling Nobody that surname correctly. Them. Also, I recently saw a Dior advert starring Johnny Depp, and it made me smile to think of him on the pod. Speak about soaking his balls in Dior. <laughs> Secondly, I really enjoyed the special Renfield and Igor episode, especially JT's terrible Cockney accent, which made me sound like Eliza Doolittle from My Fair Lady, which is actually one of my favorite musicals. Wow, I'm the love that she thought I sounded like a woman. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to find my way to do a recording for you so you can hear my real voice. Oh, you probably shit. think I sound posh. Oh, my well, I gosh. hope so. Po like posh spice? My yeah. favorite spice. <laughs> uh, lastly, I've recently been listening to some episodes of the podcast called Credits Due because you mentioned it a while back. It took me a long time to realize Dinosaur Neil is Troy's brother. I listened to some of the Julianne Moore episodes, which I enjoyed. I'm really stopping now. <laughs> Love, Jude promise wolf <laughs> pss yeah we There's love you time. Too, jude and your never ending letters <laughs> yep uh last letter she's already working on the letter for next week right now <laughs> no the third for next week <laughs> yeah the third one for next week uh next letter miss you uh what do i want in 2024 all three of you to have a night off and three guest hosts Whoa. my picks would be cozy jack dirt and Donald Trump reviewing a movie oh, no. chosen by Levi sent <laughs> from my iPhone. Oh no. If you smell <laughs> what the review is reviewing. Wow. That's yeah. right. It's not The Rock. It's just me, Travis, <laughs> aka wow. JT Energy, JT aka the Gutter Slutter. A.K.A. the guy that keeps putting classic review review moments on the Twitter, Those on the good. X, good, by the way. on that thing that Elon Musk bought. They're so fun. And as I left the gym tonight, I thought to myself, holy shit, it's Tuesday. <laughs> I need to get my stuff in. And that whole writing thing, I mean, I could do it. And when I do it, it's kind of nice because Troy reads it out. He usually puts different inflections on stuff that I didn't think about or think to say that way. So I usually just do this thing and usually open up the email and go, oh shit, it's a promo. It's an audio recording. It's a, what are we even doing here? Wait, no, that's not this one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, back to minutes, what I'm <laughs> sending in about. Nothing really. Uh, just checking in. Uh, hoping everybody's doing Thanks, well, man. obviously. Love you all. Uh, it is 2024, uh, the year of the slut, tur. Um, oh, wow. And so we're just going to see how things calendar? go. So hope you, you all had a new year. Uh, a happy new year, not Same just a regular basis, yeah. new year. That'd be dumb. Um, but yeah, love you, miss you, goodbye. Mm. Ooh, I take all oh, those I kisses. Still, I still one of those kisses. Colby <laughs> kissing. I'm taking one of those kisses. Colby kissing. <laughs> All right. Thanks for everybody who wrote in or sent a voicemail in. That's all the letters as of yet. That's fun. <laughs> that was good. That's nice. Let me just adjust my volume back. 
That was good. The last few letters I probably was screaming into the microphone. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. No, there was some Danger way to hear how they <laughs> sound. <laughs> I couldn't hear it off that, so those, I must have been whispering. Headphones are just for show. <laughs> that was phenomenal. So no news. No. no news is good news. No news no, is good no news. I'm afraid there is some bad news. Did oh. you see who died? Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Wait He's... a minute. Do we need to... Do we have a bit? There's a bit. Should we do a bit? I guess we'll do a I'm bit. I'm afraid there is a bit. We have, we have a bit? Yeah. Okay, well, then I got to play the, I gotta play the <laughs> Nils Bits theme, then. I didn't know of a bit. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> do you not remember? Is, I can't think of his name. Wait, I did hear... <laughs> Nils Bits. Please stay tuned to no. me. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Tom Wilkinson, <laughs> isn't it? Excuse me. What is it? Tom Wilkinson. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're killing the lead here. It's the first time that we've done the bit during the playing of the new <laughs> <laughs> well, Way to bury the lead along with yeah, the right? the deceased. Yeah, we really need to expedite this. Yeah, yeah. we're really really pushing. A, this is a long show, so we're just gonna say the bit over the news bit theme. <laughs> we're done by the time the song's over. Troy, you know how I heard he died? What's that? Like a dag. <laughs> Got him. All right, that's all I had to say. It's a shame that he died, but uh, that <laughs> was, was my little in? joke. He's Batman in Batman Begins. Begins. He plays a uh, shit. Is not it... Maroni. It's Pepperoni. <laughs> he, plays, yeah. he plays Pepperoni in Batman Begins. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> what a poor, poor bit. Hey, yo, it's me, Pepperoni. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Batman. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna die like a dog. Like a dog. Like, like a dog. Is that Pace Pop Pete's brother, Pepperoni? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna be dead, otherwise my name ain't Pepperoni. <laughs> Does Dave know Pace Pop Pete? Of course I do. You do? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We were playing Jackbox the other night, and fucking one of our friends is like, Pace Pop Pete. And me and Joe are like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> He's like, Troy will get it, and Troy reads it, and Troy doesn't get it, so Dave gets it, though. You didn't okay. know Pace Pot Pete? I don't get it out of context from three words that just show up on my phone. One of them's a name. <laughs> I did know that. Pace Pot. Is it a mascot for Pace Picante? <laughs> Pace? Uh... Do you know Pace the violent Pot. offender? Oh, uh, no. Not no. personally. That... <laughs> well, more now a, you do. Hello. More of a I'm really friend. glad you don't, Dave. He's a real bad crowd. Yeah, <laughs> he'll take distant... you down a bad road. I didn't want uh... to be associated with him and his actions. Holy shit! I was about to, but my parents stepped in and said he's not a good dude. Yeah. All right. Well, rotten piss pepperoni or whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson, also known as Pepperoni from Batman Begins. Oh man. Yeah. Rotten piss. There we go. <laughs> Um. All right, then uh, we only have one more thing before the top of the hour here. Yes, and that is we kind of sort of turn of random movies, guys. Turn random movies. We had, of course, Reservoir Dogs versus Fargo. This is a good one. Mm. This was this a good one. Good matchup. I had a favorite. Okay. I you haven't we... done either of these yet. None of not these yet. yet. No, wow. surprisingly not. Surprisingly I feel like not. we've done wow. Reservoir Dogs. We've been too busy having to review mo- such movies as Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh... King Makinoko or whatever. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. No, I'm not even supposed to know that yet. Oh, that sorry. Oh, look at me! I was like, King Makinoko! Yeah, King Makinoko! Yeah, luckily, <laughs> luckily his guess was so bad, no one would be able to even guess it at all. God damn it, I'm sorry! Fuck you, just tell us what won! The password is... King Makinoko. <laughs> This whole show's fucked. 
Well, winning with 66% of the vote. Kind of close. Almost 69. Almost 69. Three off. Fargo. Fargo took it. Sweet. Hmm. Fargo moving on in the Terminator movies. Thank you for the quick math. Joining the likes. Uh, <laughs> I thought you needed help. Uh, joining the likes of uh, The Rock, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Dodgeball, and Stargate. This is a weird tournament right now. They All the weird ones get whittled out near like the quarterfinals there. That's true. Same yeah. again, Joel. Uh, the Rock, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Dodgeball, Stargate, and Fargo. Okay. But we got one last first round match. Okay, good. Uh, well, let me put in. Give us some hints. Come on. We got a movie from 2014, which Ooh. is a horror movie. I think the Conjuring. I think it's pri- primarily from Australia, I think. Oh. And then a movie from 2004. Which involves the radical body transformation of a famous actor. Oh, uh, 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 Memento. No. No. Fuck. No. <laughs> that was so wrong, Dave was offended. I, I know, <laughs> I was offended. I can hear his voice. <laughs> no. Radical body transformation of a well-known actor. I don't know if you've known. I don't know if The Machinist. The Machinist is oh, one of them. I was going to say who Austin Powers or Norbit. <laughs> Machinist is much Close. better. They're Who's in the, the same realm. Who's what? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He so lost, he lost like, all the weight. Yeah. He basically okay. put his body to the limits of what it could be skinny-wise. Yeah. I remember that. Good movie. Yeah. Hope it wins. That's what I meant was Machinist. And the movie from 2014, <laughs> it's a horror film. Does it involve it's from Australia. a crocodile? Uh, it involves oh. a, uh, what could be imaginary friend. Oh, my goodness. The Thousand Acre Forest. <laughs> yeah, is there a Baba Duke? It is uh, the Baba Duke. <laughs> oh, so it's not Poo Blood and Honey again. <laughs> no, nope, it's not the it's not the sequel that the prequel of Poo Blood and Honey again. <laughs> just say that quick. <laughs> Poo Blood and Honey. It just sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> I'm leaky. I'm shitting blood and honey. I'm attracting all these bees. Yeah. It's just a bad, it's a bad symptom to pooing blood oh. and honey is that bees come and sting me while I'm shitting blood. And honey. And honey. The Babadook versus the Machinist. That's our last first round match. What's your favorite for this one? I've never seen the Babadook. <clears throat> Neither have yeah. I. I want to get around to it. I don't think I've ever actually watched all the way through. I might go with Machinist. Oh, wow. Yeah. I liked Babadook, but it didn't it didn't roll me over like it did everybody else. Ooh. It didn't roll me over and make me poop blood and honey. <laughs> guys, Dom's back. Dom's back, guys. Um, he's pooing blood and, and he's honey. He's pooing oh, blood and out. honey. <laughs> and this time, he's pooing blood and honey. So the Babadook versus the Machinist. We'll find out who wins next week. And then we got the wild card. <laughs> guys... Did I say more rules? How many? How many wild cards are there? Well, one got eliminated because no one voted for Love Actually. <laughs> That's right. So the wild card for next week will be the loser of this match. Also, Brave, Phone Booth, Good Time, and Reservoir Dogs. Fucking wild card. <laughs> Fuck you and your random And then tournament. the two winners, and then the two with the most votes in that will be re-added to the tournament. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Every single tournament, Joel just adds new rules. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like it. 
Did I mention I have a boring job that I need to keep myself <laughs> occupied during? March Madness is taking notes That's from the right. tournament of random movies. Yep. They're losing viewers. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping like flies. <laughs> Can't keep up. What can we do to make this interesting? <laughs> Welcome to the Blame Joel Thomason Presents March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that puts us right at the top of the hour. About 16 and a half minutes short. Wow. I thought you were going to say over. I'm like, dear God. No, how? No, no. The time, if you look on the clock right now, normally we start the main show at this time. So we're about an hour ahead of schedule. All right, Didn't you wonderful. say you were getting right to it there at the beginning of the show? I don't remember anything I say, Dave. Dave, our right to it is still not at right to it. <laughs> still room for yeah. seven characters. We are okay at the moment. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're that person that says, I'll be right down as we're stepping in the shower. <laughs> yep. That's that, We're that kind of podcast. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag always fucking late. Always fucking. Um, okay. Uh, as always, we're going to go around the room with our numbers. Starting at 10, down to 9, <laughs> and then down to 8, <laughs> and then uh, 7. Yep. And then... Uh... Can we start with honorable mentions? We can. Okay. I thought we'd do honorable mentions before 1, that way, just in case it's on someone else's list. Oh. We could do that, too. I don't remember what we do any single year. Nope. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't numbered my list. <laughs> oh! I'm really wow. just going to reform it. Yeah. So, wow, wow, wow. I don't know what might end up being an honorable mention yet. The wild there you go. So Never let's do it right done. before so one, then. Yeah, so is so Dave's playing the seat of his pants. God, I'm Never playing been the done. seat of my pants. He's playing the seat of his pants. Dom's and this back. show's God. never been done Damn. the seat of our pants. Anything band. could be any number. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know if I have 10. <laughs> <laughs> I might have 12, and then I have to yeah. whittle it down to, like, I'll have three left, and they're all my favorite, and I have to just cut two of them loose. I can't wait when let's we get see. to Dave where he says, number 10, uh, let's say... <laughs> Are we starting with 10 or are we ending with 10? We starting with yeah, our favorite with the and best then just one go and back. work our way down. This is my least favorite of the 10 my 10 favorite movies of the year. <laughs> yep. So speaking of that, like how many movies new movies did you see this year? Oh. Okay. I don't know. Movies that came out in 2023? Yes. 16. Okay. Which I look you got back 6 movies in over yes. the last week? Which is down. So, 2020, when I joined the podcast, uh-huh. I watched 20 movies from that year. Uh-huh. 2021 was 23 movies uh-huh. from that year. Mm. Last year, fucking insane. 32 movies from that year. Jesus. God, this year, cut it in half. 16. <laughs> and that was six of them in the last six days. <laughs> I really had to crunch in the last How long day. were these movies? It's too long, Dave. Too long. Oh, shoot. I forgot. I had a thing where we could do a fun game. Do you want to not just skip the fun game and just go right into the top ten? How fun is the game? So it was, How many I, rules? I took, down, <laughs> I took down all the themes that we had from last year, and then you had to guess what at least one movie from each theme. Oh, I kind of want to do oh, that. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So, our our theme month from January was Reboot January, where Cole had to pick movies that me and Troy have reviewed at a later date. Oh, God. That was so long we ago. We did three movies in January that, re- that were part or of this theme. You guys had reviewed, but I wanted to watch yeah. it again. Yeah, yep. I don't even fucking remember. Can- <laughs> 
That's why I love I doing this. I can't guess one. <laughs> Not Give us a what they were. Clue. All right. It was Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Taxi Driver. And Swiss Army Man. <laughs> we reviewed Swiss Army Man? Yeah. Yeah, we reviewed it twice. We reviewed it twice. <laughs> don't remember it Me and Troy did it twice. It. Were there more farts the second time? <laughs> From what I remember? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fuck. February was Food Buary, which is movies that involve food. There was four movies Chocolat. from this. Chocolat was one. Um, Did you do the menu? The menu was one. Oh. Oh, that was a good fucking movie. Two more. One. Menu. Which one was Chef. Oh, Pig. Oh, dude. We didn't do Pig. Ratatouille. <laughs> no. Mm. The menu a second time. <laughs> was the menu the one where they go to the island? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should have called it. Nah, no, no, better give us chocolate. I think was your pick, Troy. Okay. Fuck. I don't know. Give us the last. Uh, thing. my pick was Soylent Green. Oh, no, yeah. And then uh, I think you picked Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I think Cole did. Oh, the original. Yeah, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yep. Factory. Yep, yep, yep. And then March was Terminator Random Sequels Month, where we had two movies that won the Terminator movies, and then we did that and their sequel. <laughs> Shit. Oh. So four movies. Fuck. One of them I brought up already as our most listened to show of the year. <laughs> oh, so it was Text Chainsaw. Yeah. And then Text Chainsaw 2? Yes. <laughs> I remember that one. What was the other one? Oh, boy. Texas Chainsaw 3. Did we do that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank God. 2 took a lot off uh, of me. <laughs> it was a tournament, huh? Um, I it was know. the one where they tied. So it was between Texas Chainsaw and I don't know RoboCop, RoboCop and RoboCop Shit. Two. Shit. Okay. Yep. Oh, All right. What was April? Android April. Movies that involve robots. Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> Did uh, RoboCop find a place on this <laughs> list? <laughs> just barely missed. Just barely missed the threshold. Oh my God. Too much man. Not enough machine. He was, yeah, he was. Wait, yeah. He was too more. He was yeah, more man than machine. Cop. Yeah. <laughs> He was, he, was, cops, he was more so cop than robot, so he didn't qualify. <laughs> it was touch and go there. Yeah. And then he beat up of a minority. The ratio shifted. You had a pick in this I one. know. I'm trying to think what I picked for Android 8. Guys, what are we doing? What is this? <laughs> is this fun? Yeah, I am enjoying this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Enjoying this podcast is simply for our pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, <laughs> no one cares it's anymore. certainly not for mine. <laughs> Cool, All right. The other movies were my pick was Bicentennial Man. Yours was Bumblebee. Oh yeah. And then the right. winner of the tournament that we did for that was Wall-E. All right. What was May? And we did Blockbuster Origins Month that we do all every May, where it's movies that are coming out in the summer. Guardians. Like, so we yep, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, in honor of Barbie, I picked. Oh, what you pick in honor of GI Joe: The Rise of <laughs> Rise of Cobra. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and then because he was going to be in The Flash, we did Batman Returns. Okay. And then uh, in honor of Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And okay. then uh, one of the highest grossing movies of last year, Spider-Man No Way Home. I knew we did a Spider-Man in there. Which then we did Michael Keaton Month. Multiplicity. Multiplicity's one. Batman Begins. No. Or no, Batman. <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> Original like Batman. Dog. Yeah. Batman 89. Michael Keaton actually plays pepperoni in that one. <laughs> I knew he was in there. Did we do Batman 89 and Batman Returns? No, we didn't do Batman. You didn't. 
Me and Troy did Batman. I don't think you do it. That's right. Okay. We did Beetlejuice. We did Beetlejuice. Yes. Oh, was there one more Michael Keaton? Two oh, more. It was the the one where he's an actor. Oh yeah. Uh, Birdman. 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 There we go. And then I think this was Troy's Vulture. pick. Yes. <laughs> and Troy's pick. Yeah. For a Michael Keaton movie. What did you pick, Troy? I don't fucking remember. Mr. Oh, Mom. Mr. Mom. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Mr. Mom. Okay. All right, July. This one you won't get at all. Cause this is when we did Year Here Roulette. <laughs> Holy shit. We have three movies from Year Here Roulette. We did Mothra versus Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, just say them. Collateral, <laughs> and then A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yep, wouldn't have got any of those. How about August? Now we're on Summer Fasting. Movies that, with fast shit in it. <laughs> Oh, oh, I said one earlier. Dom's back. Dom's back, <laughs> Dom's back guys. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Please. Keep talking. Yeah. What was my pick? We'll be done really? by the time you're back. All right. Your pick was... Oh, Duel. Oh, no, your pick was Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are like the two months in a row That's where you right. just like yeah. fucking... I fought them up. That's right. Duel's coming up in September. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump for Fast Month. Troy did the did the first season of Twisted Metal on Peacock. Oh my god. <laughs> and I did Bullet, and then Shaw was on that month, then she picked Go. God. Now we're on Road Trip Month. Oh, Duel. Duel. Oh, I don't remember that what was, I would have picked. That was also the month that Troy, where you picked every which way but loose. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God! And I picked Midnight Run, and then the winner of the tournament that we did for that one was Rain Man. Now we're on Dangerous Ladies Month in October. God, is it bad that we like just did these? And I can't think of any fucking movie. We sandwich them with like two specific movies that are connected. Dangerous Ladies Month. Oh, uh, yeah, the fucking uh, uh. The ones that just came out. Um, came oh out last my year. god! <laughs> don't know. I don't know. They're making the porn in the old farmhouse. Oh the yeah, old... X. X. X and um, Pearl. 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 Yes. Holy shit! Those are two. And then our picks. One of them is a veto from Troy. <laughs> oh, Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> um, and then Troy also did Raw. And then I picked Friday the 13th. Yeah, I didn't get a fucking pick that month, you piece of shit. And then we've got three movies for Fan Appreciation Month. I do know what you wanted to pick. You want to do fucking... Fuck you. <laughs> fan Appreciation. Three movies for Fan Appreciation Month. That was November? Yeah. Um, I don't remember Fan Appreciation Month. <laughs> Fuck our fans. We got JT's pick of Lionheart. Oh, yes. We got, uh, what was it, Jer Bear's pick of uh, Rocky. And then Charles' pick of Searching for Bobby Fischer. Okay. And then what we missed? Guardians 3. Yes. We just did that one. Indiana Jones, Dial yes. of Destiny. Yep. Um, <laughs> the movie we just talked about, Dom's back. <laughs> Fast X. Fast X and... Um, 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 and then um, I picked um, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. We don't care what we cover. <laughs> nope. We cover it, and as soon as 11.30 yeah. or midnight hits, we're done. Yep. <laughs> Checked off oh. the list, go to bed, forget everything. There you go. That was some fun shit. Well, though, Dave went home, so. Yep. <laughs> officially scared him off. He picked up his tiny mic stand and left. <laughs> oh, he's back! It's okay, guys. Dom's back. He Dom's came back. back! Guys, Dom's Dom, back. Guys, Dom's back. Dom's back. Dom's back. Dom's back. <laughs> 
He didn't talk in my. Dumb back. Dumb back. Is that the one we cough into? That's the coughing one. All right. All right, guys. Number ten. Let's hit number him up. Number ten. Where where we where are we going? Dave, you're the guest. Why don't you give us your number ten? Why don't you give me your number ten? All right. As a guest, <laughs> Dave I will, will determine his number ten based on your number I will ten. Honor that as as you being the guest. Thank you. My that sounds a good 10. one. I'll say that was in my number ten. <laughs> my number ten is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Did you wow. see ten movies this year, Troy? <laughs> I did. I saw nineteen of them. So you're saying you support Jonathan Majors? All right. That's I, this is how I have to terrible. find out. You know what's terrible about this? That you do. I picked be- between this one and some other one because I thought Jonathan Majors was pretty good in it. <laughs> it's oh. just unfortunate oh, that no. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> it is. Um, all the other stuff I don't really care for. The Ant Manning and stuff. But Jonathan, you just Majors. you just like the abuse. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, okay. I liked Kang. The abuse is bad. I just want to feel like I need to say that. The abuse is bad, but my number 10 is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, just Kang. You only like Kang. I just like, if it was just Kang movie, I fucking would have loved it. Number one. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. Did you watch like just the last 30 seconds where there's all those Kangs? <laughs> oh boy, did I. Oh man. Loved it. <laughs> the well, Kang is on. I don't mean to cut off. I, I think I was the only one that said what number of movies I had watched though. So oh I, yeah, yeah. I said I saw sixteen. You yeah. saw nineteen. How about you, Joel? And I added two I, this week. I can never keep track. Oh, okay. I'll just say a lot. Well, <laughs> that's true. Dave, do you know how many you watched? I have no idea. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dave I feel also like I says watched a lot. lot. I think I watched a lot this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Okay. If anybody's okay with that, go for that. Uh, my number ten movie on the year is Sound of Freedom. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes. I even with the other six involved guys there are six movies that were left off of this list sound of freedom made it oh my god your honor i want to hear your honorable mentions so i can just rip you apart i thoroughly enjoyed this movie wow i okay. did okay. i i thought uh it's definitely going above and beyond to be that holy god jesus here i am movie okay <laughs> if that makes sense yeah like they're trying above and beyond to be like, look at us and what we're doing. Um, <laughs> Jim, when's the part in the movie where Jim Caviezel talks about how Democrats are trying to drink each other's blood? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about an hour in. Um, <laughs> but I will say that the, the story in the movie is captivating. Okay. Even though um, it's bullshit? Yes. The story in the movie is captivating. All movies are bullshit, Joel. Yeah. Not that yeah, I'm but, trying to defend this movie. No, but but <laughs> let's say do they do they do they highlight the part where I guess he's being like sued by a bunch of women that he went on cases with that he tried to sexually assault because he said they had to pose as his wife during these missions. But what what am, what are we talking about here? We're just talking about a movie, okay? So here's here's my thoughts on this. If we're digging into the backstory of the movie, then let's talk about the backstory of the movie. But if we're just turning on a movie for two hours to watch a fucking movie, then let's just watch the fucking movie. So Can we separate action... the art from the artist? Can we? So, so if there was an action movie I do. where... My number... If there was an action movie that <laughs> yes. started all like, like, Troy. like fucking... <laughs> Say it again. Go so ahead. if there was an action movie starring Adolf Hitler, a character named Adolf Hitler saved like a... Like a bunch of people from like a hospital. You'd like that movie? Are Did they, I look are up they Jewish anything people? about the character that's in this movie? No. 
Okay. But- I didn't look up anything. I just enjoyed this movie for what it was. <clears throat> I, my thing is I have a problem when it glorifies people that are pretty fucked up. Okay. But you looked up the real story of this guy. Yeah, but it's also giving that story to people that don't care to look that up and be like, oh, that's a, that's a good guy. Sure, which movies have done forever. <laughs> but, yeah, but this one is like, fu- he's fucked up. Okay, like, but if you're going to look into it, then look into it. But if you're just going to enjoy the movie for what the movie is, then just enjoy the movie for what it is. Two bold picks. <laughs> Two bold picks it's to a, start off yeah, our top ten. Yeah. <laughs> We're never going to agree at, on yeah, this. At a certain bold. point, it's just propaganda. We're never going to so agree I'm, on I'm this not, I'm, yeah, At a certain point, I think it's just propaganda. So sure, absolutely. Which I think a lot of movies probably have been over the years. But yeah. Sound of Freedom made my top ten. <laughs> God. Well, I can't wait for you to go on a certain porch and talk about how awesome it is. <laughs> oh, trust me. Already have. God damn it. Christmas Eve came and went, and I sure as fuck did. Jesus Christ. Came? Coming? Kang. Hey, Dave. What's yeah. your number ten? Are we making this the most difficult? Thing? Yeah. yeah. We're no longer counterclockwise. Like now we cut right down you're the middle. Skipping me? I like zigzag. I don't want to hear Joel. All right. All right. I think I can pick one out of this list here. I'm gonna say my top ten. Uh, number ten. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thought it was. Uh, I think we've all kind of reached Marvel fatigue. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm speaking for myself, but it Not seems... Troy's is number 10. No. Can I... Can I... I imagine you're getting to Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3, uh-huh. so I won't talk it up too much. I'll let you uh, fly, a, fly a flag for it, okay. but I enjoyed it immensely. I liked kind of the, the melancholy tone of the whole thing, and I also enjoyed the fact that he kind of... Uh, James Gunn ended it on a high note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone was expecting... A lot of like depressing like main characters being brutally murdered because <laughs> for whatever reason that just seemed kind of where the series was headed. He loves doing that. <laughs> yeah, and I like that he kind of swerved and gave everyone essentially a pretty good send off. Mm-hmm. Good music choices, one of the best um, action sequences I think in any Marvel movie, mm-hmm. and overall a pretty solid way to wrap up the trilogy. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe one of the best trilogies. I would if I may right base, yeah, mm-hmm. if I can yeah. be so bold mm. as you've been demanding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for obliging. Yes, so uh, yeah, I would say that was the best uh, Marvel movie by a long shot hmm. that I've seen this year. All right, Marvel Studios. You have no controversial things about it though, which makes it not as bold it's as not, I. No, not, not as bold. It's and, not um, a good number ten. I'm sure someone hit someone. Somewhere. Well, Chris Pratt for a while. Chris Pratt. Yeah, oh, Chris so Pratt was... I combined both of your <laughs> bold choices. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, no, it was like I didn't. It didn't completely blow my socks off or anything. Right. But I thought overall it was a very solid flick, mm-hmm. and I had a good time with it. And I, uh, I think it was better than I even expected it to be. Wow. So there right. we go. Perfect. All right, JT. Three different number tens. Will Joel match any of ours? My number ten is. Sound of Sound of Freedom. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, my number 10 is a movie on uh, Netflix called The Killer. Oh! I'm sure Dave's got that one on there somewhere. It's a little higher. A little higher for him. Is but... it my number one? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. luck with by the end of this. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think this is the, the Hitman movie that we officially deserve. Okay. Because I feel like this whole movie is like playing like 
the game Hitman mm-hmm. with like the missions play, where it's like you do mundane shit to get close to your target. It's They're... Hitman where you can order things on Amazon. Oh my god, <laughs> this movie is almost funnier because it's like it's like playing Hitman if Hitman was easy as fuck because we're <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here's how you get close to your target: work for Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah, work for Uber Eats, and then the most powerful men will allow you into their apartment to kill them. Yep. <laughs> but, no, I just, I, I love the way this movie's filmed. I love the way that, like, you get, uh, I always think, like, self-narration's kind of annoying, but I love the way it's played in this, where it's like, he is constantly contradicting how he thinks he does his job with almost the entire movie, where he's like, I've got a cool head. I'm always good at what I do. And then he's like fucking up constantly. Yeah. He basically like undercuts every line of dialogue yeah. that he says yep. immediately afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Did yeah. you see it, Troy? I, no, that was on my list to get oh. to and I didn't get to it. Uh, it, it definitely shed a more uh, sadistic light on the Smiths. Mm. <laughs> God. And uh, no, I just like how it was played. This probably has more my... sadistic. <laughs> Morrissey's a piece of shit, right? Like that's that's pretty much established. Did, did he? Oh, so here's my controversial thing. Then there it is. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a pretty outspoken, horrible we're person. Con- we're going controversial tens here tonight, guys. Yeah. But uh, this movie definitely has my probably my favorite fight scene mm-hmm. in a movie this year. God, that fucking fight scene raises getting his shit rocked by some big meathead in Florida <laughs> is. So Probably I have, up there is my favorite fight scene of the year. So I have a question for you on that fight scene. Yeah. Because I, I fucking love this movie. It's much higher on my list. Sure, yeah. We'll see if it's number one. We'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's so high, Dave doesn't even know if it's there. I don't even know if it's there. Um, but I like I pulled it up to make my kids watch the fight scene. <laughs> and it was mainly just an excuse for me to watch it again. Perfect. And I forgot like how violent it is. Dude. And when he kicks the meathead onto the table, yeah. does the table leg go up his ass? Or does it like ram itself I know, I into his it, like, leg? Yeah, because it doesn't like break right away when he falls on it, does it? He just like sinks onto it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Is that in him? Because <laughs> uh, yeah. if it did, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Just I would watch that whole movie just for the fight scene alone. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it's basically like... And it's split into chapters, too. Every chapter is when he goes to a new city. and like, So it's like... It, it is like Hitman, where it's like every city is like a new mission where he has to get close to somebody. Like, it doesn't... Necessarily, it doesn't involve him killing him, but he has to get close to somebody to get more information. And it, like, plays out like playing a Hitman game, but you don't have to try as hard. Because you're just watching him do it. And even then, he doesn't have to try that hard because people are stupid and just allow random strangers, if, you, if you're, as long as you're wearing a uniform or saying you work for Uber Eats, they just let you in buildings. <laughs> that is, like, such a good point in that, where yeah. it's like that... that idea that if you just carry a ladder around you can get was, in anywhere yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you just act confidently and ladder yeah. yes because no one yeah. is going to stop someone carrying a ladder yeah. it's like why would they be carrying a ladder if they didn't have something important to do yeah. that's literally literally the door for you literally every, every scene is him either carrying you a tool to kill this guy for you that's a good <laughs> yeah. i mean you're like you're gonna be on that ladder you're every scene involves him either carrying like a toolbox or a trash can or a ladder and they're just like oh yeah come on in that's yeah fine. and i also love like how mundane 
a lot of yeah. it is too. It's not like the flashy like James yeah. Bond assassin. It's like him waiting in air- in like oh, airports yeah. and like he's killing people and shit. But it's like he, it's like treating like a nine to five job. Yeah, yeah. Like he just punches a time clock and like sometimes it's yeah. just boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, there's like probably five to ten minute long sequences where he's waiting for an Amazon package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's done in like an interesting way. Like Fincher <laughs> fucking kicks ass at stuff like that. Yeah. My, I don't know where it's gonna land for mine, <laughs> yeah. but uh, since we're talking it up right now, it's it's a top three for me. Definitely, okay. we'll I'll see get, where I'll it gets. Spoiler alert! Yeah, I I'll love David it. Fincher. I had a great experience watching it, and I felt like compelled to watch it again immediately after. Yeah. Like I'll I watched watch. it, and then I watched it again like two days later. Yeah, and I don't think I've done that with a movie in a long time. I want to go back. It's like and mesmerizing it again for sure. Yeah, because yeah, it's 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 really fun how it's laid out. So that's my well, number I'm, ten. The killer. I'm making notes as we go. Of movies I want to watch. Yeah. And how to kill people. Yeah. You're like, get ladder. That's right. (laughs) Also, buy ladder. (laughs) Also, why don't I own ladder? (laughs) Portable ladder. Troy. I'm going to write down the killer really quick so I can remember to watch it. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, My number nine is a number nine that uh, I. Don't yapa pie every number, please. <laughs> it's just at the start. It's just at the start. <laughs> Until you're too drunk to remember yeah. the <laughs> Which would be number eight. Is uh, a movie I watched on the plane back from California. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Due to the fact that I, for whatever reason, couldn't watch the movie for the show. But I could watch this one. And it was Blue Beetle. All right. Oh. A comic movie that came and went. Um, but it was better than Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm only in a bug related category yeah. I'm loving Troy's super small reviews here's my number 9 it's better than my number 10 Cole <laughs> mine aren't going to be much quicker Dave and Bucky are carrying the show this year so I mean the, it is another superhero movie it, it's not like breaking the mold or anything I do think the cast is pretty strong in it and it's got like a lot of strong, like, strong family stuff that I like getting older i like dad stuff now yeah so like Get the tears there's, going. there's family moments in it that i'm like oh that's pretty heartfelt stuff it's got some fun action stuff in it i think overall i think it looks good yeah um but it doesn't like break the mold or anything like that it's yeah. it's it's good and it's a solid flick it's just happened to not be able to be promoted or anything like that so it just kind of got pushed under the rug and that's it did you end up seeing it? I did not. This was a year that I just <laughs> tapped out of everything that looked like, eh, yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I, so, it looked like Iron Man and Shazam, which I enjoy both of those, but yeah. I've already seen both of those, and I don't need to see them together. Yeah. It's not like a Twix. Yeah. I don't need two great things <laughs> that go good together. Well, like, I've had them separately, and that's enough for me. I, uh, I This was one that I probably wasn't going to see unless I couldn't have watched this other movie. I would have gotten to it whenever and I just happened to watch it. And then I'm like, you know what? It, you guys should just know what the other movies I watched that this beat, because it's a lot of kids movies and a lot of shit movies. My bottom 10 through five. We'll get there. I want to hear those. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, here we My go. My bottom is sore. <laughs> My bottom <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's number nine, Blue Beetle. So I actually tried Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't beat Sound of Freedom? 
Well, I didn't even finish it. I got about 25, <laughs> wow. 25, 30 minutes in, and I got distracted, and I was like, I don't care. I didn't want to go back and finish it. Yeah. That was my Blue Beetle experience. Uh, number nine for me, guys, is when we done the pod. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, wow. Honor Among Thieves. Wow. It surprised me. I went into it not expecting shit. Um, just based off the title alone, I was like, this is going to fucking suck. <laughs> um, this is going to be worse than Indiana Jones. Uh, and I ended up fucking loving it. Yeah. Simply, I mean, for nothing else than Jonathan. That was fucking amazing. Fucking Jonathan. Goddamn Jonathan. I was repeating Jonathan in my classroom the last week before Christmas break. <laughs> Somebody raise their hand and I go, Jonathan? And then the whole class is like, oh, I get it, Mr. Havens. <laughs> He's like me. Yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. He understands yeah. pop culture. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I really liked it. Uh, I think Levi watched it with me a little bit. Um, with the little bit that I watched this year, it made number nine for my list. All right. So... Uh, going in this weird diagonal order, Dave. Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I got where nine was yet. Um, let's Sorry. say, uh, let's say Godzilla minus one. <coughs> oh, you saw oh, it. Yeah, shit! I, I wanted to see that one. Yep. Um, maybe it would be higher in ten minutes from now. Who knows? <laughs> but on the spot, um, this was one that I had heard like you know peripheral rumblings that there's a new Godzilla movie. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll see that sometime, I'm sure. Like, the kids will probably enjoy that. And then, like, the next day, I see reviews saying, like, oh, it's actually really, really good. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. And then, like, another day passes, and I hear, like, more people on podcasts saying, like, this is actually one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> and then, like, the next day, they're like, this could, like, maybe be an Oscar contender. And I'm like, are you fucking what shitting me? What the fuck is going on <laughs> I was here? Like, over the course of three days, I've learned there's a new Godzilla movie, and it might be one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like, let's see this Godzilla minus one. And I looked, and lo and behold, they were playing it around here, and I asked the kids, like, hey, do you guys want to go see a new Godzilla movie? They're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you have to read it. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, all right, I'm, being a, I'm taking my kids to a giant monster movie, and they're learning. They're reading. There you go. And they fucking loved it. Nice. And wow. I loved it, and it was excellent. Like, it's probably the best Godzilla movie I've ever seen. Shit. Cool. No one else has seen it here? It. Nope. No. No, I need to check it out. Yeah, I think, like, what everyone, every reviewer, I'm not going to yeah. say anything new here, everyone says, like, the thing that makes it so much better is it actually has some human characters that you care yeah. about. It isn't just, like, normal military guy yeah. or anything like that. It takes place in World War II, which is interesting because yeah. I can't think of another Godzilla movie that took place in the time that the original Godzilla movie came out. Yeah. And it's all kind of... I mean, you think, like, the original Godzilla movie was made reactionary yeah. to the bomb being dropped. Yeah. So to, like, go and set this back in that time and just yeah. kind of, like, turn everything back and be like... What if it was made yeah. in that time period? What could you do with it today? And it's all about this kamikaze pilot that, like, decides he doesn't want to kill himself <laughs> when he learns that the war is pretty much lost and he doesn't want to just sacrifice himself. And he lands and he's seen as, like, a coward by all of his peers. And then among all of the devastation that just happened to Japan after the bomb and the war ending then Godzilla shows up. So they're like at their lowest, which is yeah. what the title comes in minus one. Like they're yeah. at, 
at fucking bare minimum and then godzilla comes and drops them even lower <laughs> that's <laughs> where that title comes in and it's just like <laughs> godzilla is just a big fucking angry boy <laughs> he just comes in he's not like this protector that they like respect and like he fights other monsters he is just a pissed off creature that is just devastating Japan. Cool. And it's fun, and it's action-packed, and you care about the characters. It had, like, huge Jaws vibes from me. And, uh, yeah, strongly recommend. Like, who would have thought, you know? Sounds awesome. (laughs) And we've got, like, so much Godzilla and Kong and all that shit going on right now. Godzilla's having a great year. He is. (laughs) He has his own TV show. (laughs) So for, like, this to just kind of, like, sneak under the radar for me and then blow up. It's like, oh fuck, man! Godzilla's back. Dom's Dom, move over. Dom. Godzilla's stealing your Godzilla thunder. Godzilla, some Dom, Godzilla's here. Get out of the way. I heard Godzilla's gonna be on Naked Attraction here pretty soon. Oh shit! Hell yeah. yeah. Does he have a weird tattoo on his dick or something? I gotta tune in to find out. Uh, so yeah, Godzilla minus one. Oh man! Did cool. you see the memes of Godzilla plus one? And it's no. like Godzilla arm in arm with like a date. <laughs> I always thought of that cartoon strip, the Garfield minus Garfield. Garfield minus Garfield. Godzilla minus Godzilla. Just Tokyo, just deteriorating. Just explodes out of nowhere. Oh, man. His fucking, like, uh, atomic breath in this is Uh, horrifying. It is like a shotgun blast in this. It's completely different from anything else. It just, like explodes out of him and then it's like a nuclear warhead that goes off it is it's so good and it's still he's still kind of that big clunky lumbering like man in a suit even Uh though it's all computer generated at this Uh point so when like he bends down and roars like a t-rex he looks great but when he's just kind of like just (laughs) strutting into (laughs) tokyo (laughs) you you have to suspend disbelief a little bit just be like all right i mean this is this is important to their culture (laughs) don't be disrespectful make fun of godzilla (laughs) (laughs) this is a national treasure to these people it's so good along those same lines of like he's got sweet radiation breath or whatever i saw like a compilation of like all the different kinds as Godzilla has changed or whatever. Yeah, the Shin Godzilla. One? Oh, it's like a tea kettle going it off at the end. Fucking awesome! <laughs> Shin Godzilla is fucking great too. I, that's what I I want. I even though it didn't come out this year, I wanted to try to watch it in the last like month or so. It's not anywhere that you know. It's worth a watch. This is way way better though. Oh, is it? And like Shin it's Godzilla is one of those where it's like, whoa, you you think you know Godzilla? Watch Shin Godzilla. <laughs> see this. This Godzilla. like kicks the shit out of Shin Godzilla, <laughs> and Shin Godzilla is fun. Well, don't and shit on my Shin Godzilla. I'm gonna shit a little bit. <laughs> don't shit on Shin. <laughs> a little bit. Don't be shitting on Shin. There's a, an alarming amount of just skinny Japanese boys walking in hallways <laughs> talking about Shin Godzilla in Shin Godzilla and then them getting to a boardroom and discussing what to do about Shin Godzilla. I I kid you not, it is like 70% of the movie is just the same people, same well-dressed skinny Japanese men talking about what to do about Shin Godzilla. For whatever reason, it sounds like Sam would love that. <laughs> I oh, think yeah. he would. Yeah. For yep. sure. In fact, Sam's review for Godzilla Minus One was not enough skinny Japanese boys. <laughs> not enough skinny boys in all ways. <laughs> Someone grab me a beer from the fridge? Sure. Thank you. Why don't you grab us I'll, your number I'll nine? I'll grab your yeah, number, you I'll grab your my number nine. Number nine. My number nine, guys. 
one half of an epic that came out this year. Oh, God. Oppenheimer. Ooh! Ooh. Can't wait for Oppenheimer Part 2. Oppenheimer Part 2. Beyond the Oppenverse. <laughs> Still oppening. Still oppening. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Anybody else see Oppenheimer? Yep. I fit it in this week. Oh! I have not yet. Wow, okay. wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's... It was one of those movies where I, I met a lot of people that went and saw it in theaters, and then the first time I watched it, it was, I watched with Molly just at our house, and... I think this mom, this probably wouldn't even be on my list if I just watched it in a theater because it's so dense. Mm-hmm. I think I had more fun just sitting and like kind of like talking during it too. Like mm. me and Molly had so much. I think me and Molly had like five or six conversations about what was playing on Oppenheimer while Oppenheimer was playing because it's <laughs> like they go through so many. They range through so many different categories of subjects throughout that movie. And I feel like if I was just to sit there and stew on it the whole time, I'd be like, I don't even know where to begin to think about this movie. <laughs> like, I almost needed to get the thoughts out while they were happening. Is there like, any way to make this movie longer? Let me pause it and reflect. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Pa- yeah, but we didn't even, like, really pause it. We just kind of, like, we would talk as it went as it went on. But, like, I just, I love, like, the combination of somebody, of, like, watching, like, how, uh, like, amazing we can be as a country to come together and make this giant thing but also how petty and shitty we can be at the same time yeah like robert downey jr's story in this is that he hates oppenheimer because he thought he talked shit to albert einstein to him and he kind of made fun of him in front of a couple a couple people in yeah. the courtroom and that's and he's like the second main character in the movie and yeah. it's like that's some petty fucking shit we're following this guy who's talking shit who's like basically trying to like get him Fucking erased from history because he thought he talked shit to Albert Einstein to about. He him. roasted him to Einstein. <laughs> He's just like, and then he was didn't. Like, Man, he didn't. Fucking that's the whole. That's entire like, thing yeah, that's is... like the big twist of the movie. You're just like, well, the fuck you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> fucking petty bitch. But then, like, that's almost like, that's like the, the big thing of the whole movie is that like everyone is so fucking scared and petty and like. It's almost the prestige Stupid. misdirect, yeah. where you think it's something so much greater, and yeah. then you're like, no, he was just talking shit about yeah. him. Or and he just guy... thought he was talking <laughs> yeah. shit about him, but he wasn't. And, like, this guy is so fucking, like, powerful. Like, he, he's he been he's given so much range to, like, he, he can stand above in, in Congress and be like, we should erase this guy from history. And I was like, nah, I just, I don't like him because I thought he talked shit to Albert Einstein <laughs> about me. Like, jeez, that's it? Like, you have this much power, and you're you're trying to, like, discredit, like, one of the biggest minds in the country, because, eh, I don't like, I don't, I don't like him that much. But what do you say about me? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the whole, the quintessential part of the whole movie, is that, like, here's all these great minds that are just trying to, like, learn more about, like, how an atom works, and, like, try and, like, all that stuff, and then, like, the minute they're like, oh, I guess it makes big explosions and the military comes in and like turns like a big jock fest yeah they're just like all right let's blow some fucking shit up (laughs) well it's also interesting that like you said like all these brilliant minds are coming together to Mm -hmm. do something but it's not like for the betterment of anybody it's for a weapon of like world ending proportions yeah it's like you when you watch when you watch all these people with these brilliant minds work together it's like imagine if like you were brought together to do good things. Yeah. <laughs> like you could see the potential and how amazing it would be if they would just focus on something good. But, like, but does the good thing blow up, though? <laughs> that's does true. it create a Godzilla? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's good where, baby, like, 
piggyback. That's what I like about the movie is that it, like they're like essentially they're building a bomb that could, for what they could possibly understand, would just end the world. Mm-hmm. But like watching them work together and like come up with all these things, it's inspiring. And then at the end of the day, you're just like, but they are making a bomb that's going to kill millions of people. And then you realize like it's being run by someone as petty as a person that thinks yeah. you just shit talk them to Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. and, and that is like, yeah. now that is why they have a problem with you. Yeah. Yeah. And even beyond that, like it's just even like us being like so scared of communism where it was like, okay, but what is he going to give to the Reds now? Uh, let's just, maybe we should kill him or some shit to her. It's like, like, we literally are, like, the smallest things we can just turn on, on people on a dime. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed Oppenheimer. I don't know how the fuck anybody did a double feature of this with no. Barbie. <laughs> like, I literally... applaud the effort, and no. I love the, the marketing synchronicity there, but yeah. I can't imagine going from one to the other in yeah, one no. day. Like, me, when me and Molly watched it, like, we were tired after watching it. I'm like, how the fuck oh. did you watch another movie yeah. before or after this one? <laughs> yes. Whatever the second movie is, is yeah. going to be like, depreciated. I wanted to, to, to go to bed after watching Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It wasn't. It, it's probably near the bottom of my Christopher Nolan movies, but yeah. this is just personal preference. Yeah. I think it's extremely well made, mm-hmm. and for how much of it isn't about the bomb, and it's just about yeah. like the hearing about like revoking Oppenheimer's security clearance, yeah, because Robert Downey Jr.'s character felt slandered by yeah. him. Yeah. I was like, why is it about this? Yeah. <laughs> but it's expertly told and it's never oh, yeah. boring. Yeah. Like, that's just a credit to yeah. Nolan. It's just like, man, I, I want a prestige or a memento or a Batman yeah. out of him. Mm. Uh, but it's great movie. Yeah. Just, it's not a... It, it didn't make my top ten. No. No. Yeah. I... Are you sure? I mean... <laughs> You have a fluid nothing top is, ten right I know. now. It could sneak nothing, in there. Nothing, nothing is set in stone. I could be going towards the killer and then real quick turn my uh, <laughs> three more drinks in my makeup. Yeah. We'll I see. I love. Maybe I'll watch it again. I, I think I've got time to squeeze it in before we get to the number one spot. <laughs> I, I think the one thing that that's the de- probably would have made this movie higher is if it wasn't as long as it was because it's long. But again, it's one of those movies where it's like I don't know where they would cut. Yeah, too. it's so fucking breakneck like pace. Yeah, it's it's put together in a way, but it was like again, it was like watching it. And I was like, okay, that was good. <laughs> I I want to go to bed. Yeah, uh, that was that, it was like it was uh, and but I love movies. Where they, <coughs> they basically play with the range of like human capabilities, where you can go from being the smartest man in the world and creating something that has this much power to then being like mm, he talks shit about me. I like what he said to Elbert. Yeah, like it, it, it literally, it, it it goes between that those kind of words. Like we we're a dangerous species. <laughs> yes. like we can both be we can both be so powerful and so petty all at the exact same time. We deserve the world we got. <laughs> so yeah, it's my number nine, Oppenheimer. Good choice. Uh, my number eight. Number eight is <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Going back and uh, sorry, I... <laughs> I went back to see what I actually graded it before, and it was rather it was higher than you for sure. Duh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, going back and thinking about it, uh, it did give me like some fun Indiana Jones vibes that I liked from previous movies. Mm-hmm. I liked it better than Crystal Skull. 
I don't think it's like as good as like Last Crusade at all, which is peak to me. But it was a fun movie. It was a fun little romp. Uh, Troy loves romping. That's all, he's got to... That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about it. <clears throat> Troy's number eight. He liked it better than his number nine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just barely. Yeah. Just edged it out. <clears throat> I want. I want to test the threshold of like when does Troy start caring about his list? <laughs> we still got a few more. <laughs> still got a few more. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's like one of those fathers where he had ten kids and it's like well those five exist oh my god <laughs> the, the big one looks after the other one. <laughs> oh. oh my god my favorite of the ones that I don't like takes care of those and then I got my real he's kids he's the Fritz over von here. Eric of this <laughs> list he's the Fritz von Eric of a list Everyone knows that Spider-Man's my number one. <laughs> Carrie, you're my number two. <laughs> Mike, you're at the bottom. You're a little, you're a little you got, special. But, yeah, but you gotta wait and build yourself up. Oh my god. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, Cole, you're number eight. All right, my number eight. Uh, I love that we've not had a repeated movie yet. I know. Oh, I, I know. We're... My number eight is Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Wow! Okay. Wow! 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 Um. So, this movie gave me, just from the previews alone, major M. Night Shyamalan vibes. Like, and you guys know how I feel oh, about M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, right? boy. Do I, I don't. Fucking love M. Night okay. Shyamalan. Okay, all right, all right. Let me tell you about how much you love it. It's a 50-50. I mean, <laughs> you're not really middle ground. I am M. a big M. Night Shyamalan guy. <laughs> um, but this was not M. Night Shyamalan, but this movie... <laughs> so I hate it. It's actually not on the list. It's actually number 18. <laughs> Uh, this was <laughs> number a, 18 of the 16, of 16 movies yeah. that I watched. <laughs> I, I, what a twist. <laughs> I put in looking at my <laughs> toilet at number 17. Uh, no, this was a lot of fun. Uh, surprisingly long. Like, you guys know how I feel about those, too. Two hours and some odd minutes in, but the suspense in this movie was awesome. Super suspenseful. Uh, kind of not a loaded cast, but like Julia Roberts. Yeah, was the lead, which kind of threw me off. Uh-huh. Um, but they get right into it as far as what's going on, and the way the movie's set up with like kind of the chapters. Um, have you guys seen? I know Joel, you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Dave, Joel, you guys. Have I did seen not. It? I've heard good things. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though that as it gets to the end, without giving anything away, because we haven't covered it here on the pod at all, I wasn't crazy about the ending of the movie. But I did get a good joke with uh, Wow It host uh, Christian Rose. Oh, man. Because I said, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. And when you watch this movie, you'll get it. I said, I'm pretty sure this movie is just a big plug for physical media. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. And he's a big physical media guy. Like, yeah. buy DVDs. I'm oh, all yeah. for that. You don't own anything on streaming yeah. and all this mm. stuff. Um, but no, I, I recommend this. Like, I think you'll be pulled in the whole way through. Okay. Um, takes it's, you on a few different twists and turns. There's some big, uh, big moments in it. I was a big fan. Is this a movie that made them recall all those Teslas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that story, but off this movie, probably. Isn't there some self-driving car mishap? Yes. Where yeah, yeah. like immediately after this movie got released, they pulled a bunch of Teslas. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like two million of them. Yeah. Then that <laughs> makes that sense. is hilarious. There's a five, seven minute clip in this movie yeah. that makes sense. Oh, I want oh, better boy. scenes in the whole movie. Oh yeah. I'd say. Um, 
The thing no. I love to say to people when they see them ending and they don't like it is, oh, so no one told you it was going to end up that way? Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's... <laughs> That almost makes me not hate you for Sunday. That's clever as shit. Uh, still hate you for Sunday. Dave! All right. Number eight. Number oh, eight. I don't know if anyone else has that on my... I've watched it. Not on my list. I'm oh, not on your list? No. Okay. But I'm just going to say, it. it's good. I think it is too long. It needs to... There are, I would agree. There are a few points in there where it feels like they're padding out time where it's like, you don't have to be two and a half hours long. Yep. I think if it was a... That's like, a I, I, good rule of thumb for almost every movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. about the last of, couple this years. This is definitely one of those movies where it's like I could pinpoint scenes where I'm like, you could cut that. Yep. And make it an hour and a half, and I would probably fucking love this movie. I would say it would be higher on my list. Yeah. If it were not two and hours like, and twenty minutes, and it is suspenseful, but there are times where I think they they cut the suspense way too fast. Like, if they would have just, they would have let you believe that uh Mahershala Ali's character was someone else longer then there would have been more suspense but there's like it's like almost like halfway through the movie like they cut that suspense by him like get it, pulling his daughter aside and be like well we're these people and I'm like, yeah I wish it would have like I wish it would have like kept them like off to the corner and then have more like oh shit, who do you think they are yep what is the genre of this movie uh it's I'd say suspense but it's a lot more discussion like it's definitely one of those like it reminded me of, like the, like those earlier Netflix movies where they would have a high concept, but it's like but on like a really big budget, so let's have like a bunch of people in a room talk about what they think's going on. Okay. <laughs> I mean it's still good in that way because there are time like a lot of the movie is like people from two different backgrounds, like not trusting each other. And that can be fun. But I think they pad that out a little too long where I'm like, you could have probably cut like a good 45 minutes, and this would have been, like, a really strong movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my turn? Yep. Your turn. Yep. All right. Number eight. Let's see what we're going to go with here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Throwing the dart on my phone screen here and going with Dream Scenario. Oh, I wanted to see this. I don't know this. This was a Ari, Ast- Ari Aster produced. He's the one that did Hereditary, oh, really? oh. but was Afraid, okay. and yeah. uh, Midsummer. Yeah. And it's a Nick Cage starring... Yes comedy th- drama thriller okay and i'll give you the the quick elevator pitch here because i think this will like hook anybody he's this mild-mannered very boring <laughs> normal like college professor and all of a sudden he starts appearing in all of these people's dreams like people in his class and then like word gets around and it's almost like a mandela effect where like suddenly everyone starts dreaming about him <laughs> and he becomes like this overnight celebrity this sensation <laughs> that like all over the world no one can explain it why this <clears throat> random guy is just showing up in their dreams and he becomes like a celebrity and he's like yeah. being interviewed and he's this just normal dude that's suddenly like soaking in this feeling of like everyone is like he's uh, under the spotlight but then people start having nightmares about him where he's like killing and terrorizing and raping them. And he becomes like this pariah and everyone in the world shuns him and hates him. And he becomes like this outcast. And he's done absolutely and nothing. And he's done nothing. And the entire thing is like in his dream, in the dreams, he does nothing. And he, that's like his whole life. He just contributes nothing. And as people are saying, like, you appeared in my dreams, he's like, was I doing anything? And they're like, no, you were just kind of like standing there. Like you kind of walked in and waved and then walked out. 
<laughs> until he becomes like this actual like problematic person oh in there. My God. And it's just this like <clears throat> you you feel for him by the end of it because yeah. he's this guy that just like <laughs> did nothing. just did nothing but now everyone in the world fucking hates him. Oh my god. And it is it's just this really weird surreal like brilliant uh, movie about this weird concept of like what would you fucking do in that situation? It could be anybody. But just, like, the idea, especially, like, with, like, the meme culture and everything oh, yeah. and how quickly oh, yeah. shit, like, goes around on the internet. Yeah. Like, you couldn't fucking stop that, even if you tried. Oh, yeah. That sounds no, fun. Like, the amount it of is, times where, it's... like, someone will be, like, super famous for something on the internet and then, like, the next week is, like, turns out that, like, he actually, he actually uh, hit his wife, like, two years ago. And then, like, he just turns into this, like terrible person you're just like i didn't even ask for any of this right yeah it's a real bad luck brian situation yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> and it could be like it could be like a fact that's not even true it just comes out and like everyone is just like fucking like it's like how i always end up in chelsea danger's dreams oh dude <laughs> just she wakes up pissed at me and i'm I like think, what the fuck i think that's every relationship <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but uh yeah it's got some really good stuff it's got like a little like little hints of like nightmare on elm street vibes with yeah. some of like the nightmare stuff yeah. and then just some really interesting surreal like ari aster type of stuff where you can tell like oh man he didn't direct it but yeah. like it feels like an ari aster movie in, yeah yes so um it was good i was like affected by it i yeah. felt like i i felt for nicholas cage's character in this i was like <laughs> man that sucks for you. <laughs> like, I don't want to relate to this character, but like, I do. Like, I feel bad for him. And uh, I would say it was out of everything that I've watched this year, that might have been like the most affecting movie that I saw, yeah. which is wild to think. It was not what I was expecting when I saw it. And when I was in the theater watching it, I was like, oh man, <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't expect this to hit so hard. Um, but yeah. I, I strongly recommend it. Cool. Put that on my yeah. list. Maybe it should be number one. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Joel. Uh, my number eight, guys. Uh, it's a Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, hell oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. I, for some reason, like, I, I had like a long... I like a oh, this is my number it. seven, P.S. My ne the next pick for me. Oh, okay. So we'll go, well, then, go in all in. Semi-samesies. So, <laughs> Number uh, eight, seven! Yep. And this is a John Leguizamo, Bob Hoskins one, right? Oh, We're yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. There was a re-release in yeah. conjunction with whatever the cartoon one the, was. They put out the Snyder Cut this year. So. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I just... There was, like, a long stint where I was, like, really into, like, Super Smash Brothers and, like, Mario Kart. And uh, I, I played Mario... Mario games off and on like throughout my life and uh I feel like this is the movie where like when it came when it first got announced I was like they're just gonna use Mario and just like as long as we put him and a bunch of shit that people recognize they're gonna eat it up but like they actually do encompass like actual aspects of the games where you feel like you're watching someone play Mario Brothers and uh even just the way the characters play off each other and even like just like the environment where it's like the background music is like the level music sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And like just the, the, the sounds of like people going through tubes is like what it sounds like in the game. And they even have like scenes where like they'll play out action scenes in like 2d. <laughs> like <clears throat> there's like really fun shit in here 
using Super Mario that, like, it makes you feel like you are in the world of Super Mario, which is a fucking weird universe. <laughs> like, the, the, it's a the weird fact... cobble yeah. together a lot of things, yeah. and it somehow Like, worked. the fact that they were able to make a story off of all of the lore of Super, of Super Mario, which is really fucked up, and still make it make sense in the end, and also still make it nostalgic, but also still make it feel like... <laughs> just a fun movie even beyond like not even knowing what super mario is i think you can still watch this and have fun i so i also didn't expect anything from this movie when yeah. i went into it because it was like made by like illumination and it's like eh, yeah it's all it'll be all right i thought it ended up being like super fun like of yeah. all the kids movies i saw this year this is like one of the ones I could sit down and watch again. And I did watch it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like eight times. And even oh, the- yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this took the place of eight potential other movies. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I watched this probably like six times yeah. this year. It, it was on a lot. And I don't think I ever got sick of watching it. It was oh. fun. Um, It was light. Like, somehow... The, in this one movie, they crammed every single piece of Mario trivia into yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they've got, like, even, like, Mario's family are, like, old Marios from other <laughs> shit. Yeah. And, like, they did, like, Luigi's Mansion, a little nod to that. Yeah. They did... Mario Kart. Mario... Like, there's, like, a Super Smash Brothers scene in here, too. Everything's in there. And well, it somehow like, all works together. Yeah. Like, all the power-ups... <clears throat> like, everything yeah. that you think of when you think of Mario, like, oh, there's no way they fit that in. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. did. There's something for every Mario fan out there, even if you don't like. I like. I'm not a huge fan of Mario, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. I like the or, 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 <laughs> when he went down the pipe. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. When he went down on Luigi's pipe. Yeah. Heard. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> that was my favorite. That, was my that favorite. would have been a better movie. <laughs> that was my favorite scene. Well, yeah, that was uh, my number seven. All right, and my number eight. Cool. It didn't uh, make my top ten, guys. Okay. Still. It made mine much later in the list. Jesus. Oh, how about it? Dave's going to leave again. Yep. All right. <laughs> I'm going to pee for 20 minutes. My number seven was the movie that we just covered last week. Fast X. Jesus. Wow. Dumb guys, back, I really guys. Like that guys, Dom's back. I, that back. was one of my Shut top. Shut the fuck up, Godzilla. Dom's back. Dom's back. <laughs> Godzilla, go back in your hole. Dom's back. Dom's back. That was easily one of my top. Three, maybe top two, maybe the best of the Fast series that really? I've seen. Like, I really enjoyed it. And I didn't think that I would at all. <laughs> like, going in, I was like, this is going to fucking suck. Why do I have to watch this bullshit again? Granted, I'm confused on why fucking Paul What's-His-Face isn't dead in the series yet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yet. They're building to it. Yeah. They're so building to his death. God. But I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um... There's too much Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's, just, it's too Vin Diesel. No it's too Vin Diesel. It's too Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Just rolled Diesel. In his Where's grave. he been? God, where has yeah, Too Vin been? Too Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, it is too Vin Diesel. But um, I don't know. I laughed at it. I loved the movie. It was not as long as I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> length is a big deal with me. Here what today, a credential. Right? Oh. <laughs> It wasn't as long as I thought it would be. Dave, you have no idea. I fucking hate long movies, okay? It rose three spots for that. It probably did. Uh, probably made the top ten because of that. 
Um, but yeah, number seven, uh, Fast X. We just covered it last week. All right. Um, so if we only had one repeat so far, Super Mario. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's All right. right. Well, then uh, I'm honored. Is it my turn? It is. Your okay. Turn. Well, then I'm honored. I'm still honored <laughs> to uh, be the first one to bring up John Wick Four. Oh, oh, that's what I still need to see it. And I'm what? I'm so pissed that I haven't. I still yet. need to see two, three, and four. You could just jump to I'm four. With you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. I came very late in the game to the John Wick phenomenon. Mm. Like when it came out. I believe I was working at Blockbuster, oh. and I got to hear an endless tirade of customers saying, like, John Wick was the best movie in the world, and I was like, okay, <laughs> guys, come on, and I begrudgingly saw it, and I was like, it's fine, mm-hmm. and I just, I was I was a crumb bum, that uh-huh. I was humbugging the whole John Wick experience. Humbugging and crumb bugging. I was. <laughs> I was bum coming the whole, the whole experience. Nah, bum, bum, honey. Bum coming. Dom was back, and he was bum coming. <laughs> <laughs> but i was like all right it's fine like guys come on like whatever and then i don't know like the christmas spirit made my heart grow three sizes and i was like you okay. know what I, maybe it was keanu the three, just three like, ghosts visited you one the night. three ghosts john wicks one two and three <laughs> visited me and like i just i suddenly realized like these are just fun like yeah. they're just dumb fun oh, yeah. they're they're very dumb but they're very, very well made. Oh yeah, and that is what put it above for me. It's yeah. like it's like watching the Streets of Rage video game. Yeah. <laughs> like the music is fantastic. He's just doing ridiculous things, oh, but yeah. it's it's so well done that you just have to like sit back in awe. Yeah, and Chapter Four just pulls out all the fucking stops oh, when God. because one is good and two and three have shining moments of brilliance but they're kind of overshadowed by other things where it's like okay i'm kind of over this yeah four is just fucking amazing (laughs) it is pure adrenaline Uh, and there's moments where you're like how do they how on earth do they top this how do you how do you and it's fucking long cole you might want to split this into a couple nights. I don't know if I'm going to put this on my list of things to watch. But here, Dave. I, I tell you, when it gets to the final act, like the yeah. third of act of this, yeah. he, he gets a he gets his hands on a shotgun, and it fires like oh, flame my. rounds. They call oh, it Dragon's Breath. God. And when he gets his hands on this gun, <laughs> the movie just transcends into an entirely different art form. He turns into a cannon car. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. There are there are moments of brilliance that have never been captured on mm. film before this movie. And like I'm not a dumb action fan, but this is just so spectacular uh, that yeah. I I have rewatched moments of this more than any other movie this year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like me and my kids <sighs> saw this and then like just randomly and just pick a night. Like my youngest son, he's eight years old. to be like, do you want to watch the dragon's breath part of John wick? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing it up right now. And Holy we'll just shit, jump to man. that like 10 minute. <laughs> you never ask loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll just watch that. And then we'll be like, you want to watch like the, the car chase scene too? We're like, yeah. And then we'll end up uh, watching like an hour and a half of John wick four. <laughs> shit, man. It's just a fun time. Okay, it's I need so to much it. better than it has any right yeah. to be is the best way to describe John wick. Okay. I, I love John wick because the first movie is, it's still insane, but it's so 
like down to earth compared to what the other movies are. Yeah, I was gonna say. And then once <laughs> you just wait. And then once you get to two and three, it's just like, oh yeah, you guys are going down a path. Like yeah, <laughs> the first like ten to fifteen minutes of three is one of my fi- some of my favorite. Oh my god! It never gets better than that. That yeah. knife fight. The knife the fight. Knives? The knife fight. The killing the giant with a book. That's the problem. <laughs> that is my problem with the other ones, where it's like what? it peaks too he early. He kills a giant with a book. <laughs> it- Are you just as confused? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. So that's that is where this one exceeds, where uh, it doesn't peak early. It just builds and builds, good. and then this yeah. moment. When he gets his hands on this dragon breath shot, oh, oh my god! Even talking up this dragon, it is breath. it is one extended long take where the camera like starts with him going up stairs and then it goes up to like a top down view like a video game, and it just goes it just follows him in one extended take for probably like a minute and a half is he just unloads on these people through this entire apartment complex. I just I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna. It's so Buy good. this. It's so good. You will <laughs> not. I can say you will. Bitch. No one will be disappointed watching John Wick Four. Uh yeah. Cole, the first three are on Netflix for nothing. Isn't John Wick Four on uh, Peacock? It's not on yet. It's, it's on uh, Stars right now. Yeah. Oh, I just oh, looked it up. Right. That's made up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But one, two, three John, are on, on what? John Wick <clears throat> is worth watching. Okay. Yeah. It's it's fun. Like the first one, it def- it, it, the first one convinces you it's it's a movie that. The first two are not, and then the, right, the next two are not. Like the first down. one is like, it's like a very cut and dry action movie with with like some fun action sequences, but it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, and then, and they're then like, it just where do we go from? Yeah, here? then it just loses its fucking mind in two and three. <laughs> okay, and just just the music, the lighting, yeah. the cinematography. Yeah. it's it's so much better than it has any right yeah. to be. Yeah, and it if you if you get to four, it's over. It's done. There's. There's no more. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm. I want to watch her like right now, guys. We're gonna cut the guys. Where can they reach you? <laughs> we're not so much gonna cut it short as we're gonna make this even longer. <laughs> well, Joel watches a three-hour John Wick movie. Does yeah. <laughs> Sam have any more reviews he wants to put on? Uh, got another letter in from. Jude just watched John Wick, guys. <laughs> All of them. Uh, All right, Joel, number seven. My number seven? Uh, I'm sure it's way higher on yours, Cole. It's The Iron Claw. Ah. Just watched this one uh, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. 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 Dude, this, this holiday season's fucking me up in terms of... I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> Uh, just watched this yesterday. Uh, man, Troy, I'm going to tell you right now, huh. if you watch this, there is a scene that will make you cry harder than you've ever cried in your life <laughs> because I know that you're both one of many brothers and a father. Yep. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> uh, I, I read up on you. Okay. Oh, shit. I did a little research before the show started. All right. All right. But clever. There is a scene at the end where <laughs> me... And Cole and Molly, because of me and Cole, were crying at the top of the theater. Hysterically. (laughs) My kids were staring at me because I was sitting there going. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's 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 a really good it's it's got really good moments to it. I'd say it's a pretty cut and dry wrestling family story, but. 
Man, that Von Erich story is fucked up. Can I piggyback on it now with you, and then I'll sure. tell you when it comes up later. Sure. My, yeah, okay. Sure. So this movie is great because it doesn't dwell on the wrestling. No. Um, it's more about the, like the relationship altogether. It really dives deep into, and it really sinks its teeth into the relationship of these four brothers. Yeah. And then how their dad interacts with these four brothers. Yeah. So as you go through this movie, like I can see where this is going to be very popular with just the general public because it doesn't dwell on the in-ring action. Okay. Um, It doesn't like the wrestler with Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah. That dove so deep into the backstage aspects of pro wrestling that it kind of alienates the public. This movie just shows some in-ring stuff. It's no different than a fucking... I don't know. I'm not a big football like movie guy, but um, oh fuck, it just left my memory. But there's like a really popular football movie out there that like more deals with the emotions and the relationships of the players, and then it has action that takes place on the field. That's like this movie. Eighty for Brady. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But what the fuck is that? Anyways, not eighty for Brady, you bitch. Um, but. Iron Claw is just all about the the family, and then it, it has moments of in-ring action that show what they do. Um, yeah. This but, movie's mostly about how a tyrant, how there's a tyrant of a father, and because there's four brothers, they can kind of band together to kind of not completely subdue him, but, like, keep him at bay. But, spoiler alert. Not all the brothers are making it, so as the as their numbers dwindle, they're like more and more fucked, because their dad is just hanging over their heads, and they have less people to back them up. Oh shit! And it's just my god. <clears throat> yeah. Like if you know anything about the Von Erich story, yeah, the story itself is tragic. This movie does a really good job at just portraying just how sad the Von Erichs were. Yeah. Okay. And there are two moments at the end of this where I just fucking holy lost. shit, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> full on tears, full on tears. Was yeah. it dripping down else, my cheek tears? Did anyone else cry from a movie? There's this year? two. There's two movies on my list that made me cry. This is one of them. Yep. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I'm right with Joel. I. All right. I'm gonna spoil. Now I'm not spoiling mine. My, my. I had. I had a tear on Dream Scenario, and I hate wow. to admit it, but. Okay. Uh, but. That was it. That was it okay. for me. No, nothing hit emotionally for me, really. Okay. Yeah. But no, it's. It, I think it's pretty well done. the The ending, like the the second half, is it feels like it's like almost like they're trying to rush because there's so much to fit in. Like it doesn't. I feel like it never gives you enough proper time to really uh, dwell on some of the things that are happening. But literally, so many bad things happen to them that it's like they almost have to rush through them. Yeah. Like, that's the sad part about the Von Erics, where it's like, yeah, we could let you dwell on this, but we have, like, fucking, like, seven more things we have to get through that also fucked with them. <laughs> so, we gotta keep moving, and it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'll but, say, I took my kids to it, and they were, they loved it. Like, Piper walked out, yeah. and she goes, Dad, that was a really good movie. Yeah. Hmm. And Levi was like, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> not enough trucks. Yeah, not enough trucks. <laughs> <laughs> but not enough walkers. Um, but no, Piper loved it. Like minus okay. the one part where fucking Kevin Von Erich's jerking off in the shower. 
No, it was, it was David. David's jerking off. Was it David jerking off? Oh, okay. Yeah. David's, David's jer- like jerking off in the shower. <laughs> yeah, so I can, David's you know, jerking I can off speak in the shower, right? <laughs> Mike Close wants on. to get in or something, and David's jerking off, and fucking, I'm like, Close your eyes! <laughs> yeah, close close your eyes. We're watching some guy jerk off on the... They don't show him, but he's clearly got a very tense <laughs> chest and upper arm area. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, to this angle, he's like, get out, no! No, get out of here! He's just lifting weights yeah. real he's quick in that shower. Doing bicep curls in the shower. Yeah. Also, Zac Efron is a tank in this movie. Holy fuck. Jesus. There, he's that jacked where it's like, when they do close-ups of him, I'm like, that looks like that hurts. Is it, uh, who's the bear guy? Is Jeremy White? Is yeah. Yeah, Jimmy he looks fucking great too, though. He's good. I almost like as Carrie. I almost felt like him and Zach Efron should have switched roles because Carrie was always way more Jack than Kevin was. I agree, but Jeremy White has the more Carrie look. That's true. Yeah, face wise, face wise, yeah. he has the Carrie look to yeah. him. But, uh, <laughs> but great like, fucking movie. Yeah, when it comes out, check it out. Isn't that wild though? Like we're in a time where actors like Zach Efron, who's normally like pretty fucking built, yeah. but like. He can just go and, like, all right, my job is going to be, like, to get in the shape of a fucking bodybuilder <laughs> yeah. wrestler for yeah. a movie for, like, you know, nine months or so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it. Like, there's not a whole lot of of uh, actors that would do that. No. I feel like. I'm just going to yeah. transform my entire body. And he does. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Especially, yeah. like, a high school musical, Zac Efron. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Oh, no shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my, that's my number seven. No, right. it's 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 definitely worth checking out. It's really fucking good. Okay, my number six. Number six is a movie you guys kind of talked about already, but I fit it in this week. Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I also agree, Dave, that this isn't my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, mm-hmm. but like, just the making of this movie. Yeah is wild like i like i would say like maybe even like the first half of this like even in in every christmas christmas every christopher nolan movie we every christmas we watch christopher nolan movie i'm always waiting for like a supernatural thing to happen regardless if i know it's never gonna happen (laughs) if there been any (laughs) well like like the prestige it's like okay all right like real magic yeah. is there and when, like when does oppenheimer get cloned that was science true. whatever <laughs> who's gonna clone oppenheimer <laughs> yeah like when does oppenheimer become nuclear man or whatever it is <laughs> but anyway so i was kind of just like watching it almost as like a, a like a biopic like straight on the first half of it and then it took me like a little bit to really kind of get into it but like the whole time i'm like remembering like, there's no CGI in this movie. Yeah. So, like, every, like, all those weird oh, yeah. effects that happen, that's all practical shot yeah. on film. And it's like, how the fuck they do that? And, like, I knew the bomb going off was a real fucking bomb going yeah. off, essentially, in the desert. Like, they I'm basically like, did, the like, fuck? a grade less than a nuclear bomb and set it off in the desert. <laughs> and assume nobody would be radiated. <laughs> or the world would explode. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, so it almost has gotten to the effect in film now where it's like, look at all the practical stuff we can do. Like, yeah. instead of like the CG being like how it was like eh, 10 years ago. circular. <laughs> and it's like, I, I want more of that to come 
back you know the practical yeah. stuff it's like tactile you can like almost feel it yeah. you know and i'm sure that's a he would say it way more eloquently than i have just done just now just a hair <laughs> but just for that aspect alone I yeah. liked it. And I also like the who's who of, like, the scientific minds at the time. Oh, yeah. It's like Oppenheimer going and talking to Albert Einstein, who's like, talking to I, these This movie people. is like a Marvel movie of scientific minds. <laughs> yes. Like, these motherfuckers <laughs> going to college, going to, like, colleges and being, like, fucking, like, oh, yes, you. Who's he going <laughs> to run into and who's going to play them? Because <laughs> yeah. there are so many people, like, every single person in this. Was someone of note yeah. who played them? Yeah, like when Casey Affleck <laughs> rears his head, <laughs> it's almost a jump scare. <laughs> and uh, I thought like the soundtrack was amazing on this, mm, or yeah. the score. I guess it's not like it's playing like yeah. the BGS or anything. Yeah, but like the the fast paced, like almost like Trent Reznor score. Yeah. Gave this so much more forward momentum than if it didn't have this, like, aggressive, like, ominous soundtrack. What's a... It's a Ludwig something... It's the guy who did the Mandalorian theme. Von Beethoven? That's him. (laughs) The only Ludwig I know outside of Super Mario Brothers. He also makes a cameo in this movie, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I thought the the score, the soundtrack, was phenomenal in this. And whenever it would just cut away to, like, a close-up of, like, the nuclear reactor Uh and, like, the loudness of that. (laughs) Like, I saw this in the theater, and whenever it did that, it, like, fucking shocked me in my seat. Well, yeah, I... When it then finally, like in the second half of this, when it was really starting to like amp up to like the yeah. thing actually being made and they're gonna yeah. set it off and the tension between then I was just like, oh shit, this yeah. is getting really good now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that, that's that's I, my story. I almost felt like the, the better part of this movie is like after they set off the bomb and like the aftermath of it, like that whole speech he gives in that fucking like gym where he's just like he's just spewing like the most hateful shit where it's like (laughs) i like just to like get the crowd into it it was like i almost wish the germans were still in here so we give them a bomb too and then you're just like jesus christ and they're just like all like they look like they're frothing the mouth like i want to kill more people yeah and all like like, the scientists are dry heaving outside after realizing what they've done yeah like all the all the fucking military people are high-fiving all the scientists are like on the verge of killing themselves like yeah. it's so fucking it's like almost <laughs> depressing like, Jim, there's like people fucking under the bleachers and dude shit. it's like almost <laughs> close like there's fucking people that's like fucking like shaking things and like looking like madmen, and you're like god damn it like you just ended like fucking like so many lives and you guys are like more more want to end more lives <laughs> yeah good movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Your number six? My number six hasn't been mentioned yet. Spitterman. Across Ooh, the universe. Oh. Wow. Let's fit this one in the day after Piper's birthday party. Alright. Did you watch <laughs> the first one? Had, no. Really? What? No. <laughs> really? No. So here here's why. I just I heard you guys talk about this one. Yeah. And I was like, well, I need to fit in 2023 movies. So going into this, I'm gonna tell you the first 20-30 minutes. I was zoned out because I was like, what the fuck's going on? I bet you were. I have no <laughs> fucking clue. <laughs> you follow the, any yeah. fucking time. You yeah. follow the backstory of someone that we've already really know very well from the first one. Guess what? I didn't know him. Didn't know shit from the first one. But I was like, I've heard them talk about this. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to give it my all. 
And I'm glad I did. Like, mm-hmm. this was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. And I, not a fan of these fucking animated bullshits. <laughs> like, okay, Dad. Like Prince Akamoko <laughs> that we got to watch next week or whatever. So, so I've not said it on the free show yet. <laughs> I know. Well, nobody's pieced it together. Well, they can't piece it together from all the doors. Prince Akamoko? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Still not it. No. Still, still not yet. No, still not it yet. But I am really glad that I stuck it out. Um, I really fucking, like, I was glued to my fucking TV watching this. Uh-huh. When they threw in all the different Spider-Mans from the different fucking universes, yeah. super fucking fun. Dude, I can't believe you haven't seen the first one. Because the first one... It will blow your mind. You're <laughs> yeah. going to be like, oh, that's what this movie meant. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. It'll blow your mind and load. Really? Like, yeah. Wear loose yeah. You don't even know why a, why a Spider-Verse exists yet. You don't no. even know why you like this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. My word. Yeah. It's uh, like watching Return of the Jedi without watching the first two Star Wars movies. Well, I mean, tr- Cole did Actually, watch the prequels like a, before we... All right. I'm all about watching shit out of order, Dave, all right, okay? All right. I might watch John Wick 4 before 2 and 3. <laughs> you know what? That won't matter at all. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but no, I fucking loved it so much. Put it number six for my uh, year. Wow. Right. Wowzers. Yeah. It's a little higher on my list. I'm sure. A also, higher also, mine too, so. also, well, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Maybe it would have been higher on my list had I now. watched the first one. Maybe. I bet you it would yeah. be. Also, a little higher on my list. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, wait. Wherever you guys have it, I'll, I'll throw it. In all there. right. Yeah. Well, I'm Let's glad to blow the load for all of us. Copy our, number copy our number. All right. Dave, number six. Um, if you six. can randomize your you list there. Let's go with Infinity Pool. Oh, did anyone watch this other than Sam? I did. Did you? <laughs> yes. All right. I enjoyed this immensely. For yeah. All of its sick depravity. <laughs> um, it's been a little while since I've watched this, but this is one that kind of stuck with me every time I look at like the because before I got mm-hmm. here, I looked at what movies came out this year. And when I saw Infinity Pool on there, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, that was a good one. And it's basically about a bunch of rich people that are like on a vacation oh, yeah. down in Mexico, I think. Or it's like it's. Uh, they, I don't know if they really like say maybe they what don't country. Ever it's, it. it's just it's a it's a foreign country. Yeah, it's like a foreign country that's like kind kind of sort of third world, but it's like they have like one of those like big fancy resorts. Like yeah, if you come if you're somewhere. American and you come in with yeah. money, you can kind of do what you want. Yeah, you go to the resort. They don't. They encourage you not to go into the actual town, mm-hmm. but it's like stay on the resort. You'll be fine. Yeah, kind of, one of those one sound of, those of freedom cities. type of thing. Yep. Yeah. Very yeah, much. Yeah, Very that? much. Yeah. This is actually yeah. this is... sound of freedom. <laughs> yeah. This is the other path. That's My number eleven movie, Sound of Freedom. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Honorable mention. You're giving it away. Yeah. So this uh, this American writer, um, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Uh, he meets up with a rich bunch of folks there that are just out living their life Mm -hmm. and they end up uh doing a hit and run and getting brought to justice for it and as um they're about to be like tried for killing this person yeah somebody tells them like oh you're you're wealthy you're american you can pay this money and we will make a doppelganger of you that we will execute in your place (laughs) and then you you're free to go so, like, they do that, and this guy, this main character, gets, like, a double, this exact double of himself created and then murdered in front of him. They have to watch it. Yeah. And 
they once they see that all these rich fucks realize like that's what they're getting off on now so then they do more horrendous crimes just to kind of keep that sick sadistic pleasure going it sounds amazing the... i'm putting it on my list <laughs> yeah and it is um it's written and directed by brandon cronenberg yeah. who's the son of david son cronenberg yeah. who uh did your favorite dead ringers <laughs> <laughs> among you're taking it off the list <laughs> among many other things he did uh scanners the fly yeah. videodrome all these like yeah. grotesque body horror movies oh they they full-on <laughs> shiv him you're doing the shiving motion oh, yeah. because no, that's what i did oh, yeah. but that is how he is put to death by yeah. getting shivved by the sun yes he's fenced to death (laughs) but it is it's just one of those other like high concept things where it's like well what if you could commit a horrible murder and then get away with it but you have to like make a double of yourself that apparently has all your memories and he's killed for it yep and then you go on and you like don't give a shit basically like you've just made you've made a version of yourself to die in your place Mm-hmm. But now you realize, like, you actually are kind of into that. Yeah. And you want to see, like, how far you can push this. Weird. Okay. It's very, very weird. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This is higher on my list. Is it? All right. Oh. Well, oh. all right. All right. I'll talk about it more when we get to it. Okay. Double fence shiv. Yep. <laughs> Double fence shiv. All right, Joel, what do you got for number six? My number six is Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh. Uh, I watched this one not too long ago. I brought this up uh, in my or what we've been watching like last week. This movie would 100% be a comedy if it wasn't like cripplingly depressing. Because <laughs> you're basically watching a, a town full of the most incompetent white people basically uh, commit like a town genocide on all the Native Americans who live in the town because they're the, they're the richest people in town. But doing it in the most stupid ways... <laughs> Where it's like, if the roles were reversed, where it's like we were watching a bunch of Native Americans kill a bunch of dumb racists, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but instead it's reversed, where it's like, oh, you're committing genocide and you're fucking like, uh, you're like, uh, basically uh, taking wealth away from like a minority group that desperately needs it. To the point where, like, even the FBI is like, look, we're racist and we think you're fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for the Quentin Tarantino revisionist yeah. history version of this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, God, it is so, Martin Scorsese is so good at framing terrible people in a way where it is, like, a well-told story and it's entertaining, but then you feel bad for, like, wanting to watch the story. Like, this gave me huge Wolf of Wall Street vibes. Or any being... Martin Scorsese movie. 100%. Can you name a Martin 100%. Scorsese movie where there's a likable character? Yeah, 100%. Like, fucking... Robert, Robert De Niro in this, probably one of my favorite roles he's ever done. Just because he's... He basically just acts like a fucking sweet grandpa. And then just out of nowhere, he's like, Yeah, by the way, uh, you should probably... Uh, should probably start poisoning that uh, that uh, John Redcorn person. <laughs> just saying. And then just like, leave him like... Jesus Christ, Grandpa! (laughs) (laughs) But, like, and then, like, Leonardo DiCaprio plays, like, this guy who's, like... I feel like every every Leonardo DiCaprio role is, like, he always comes off as, like, kind of, like, suave, and then, like, as the movie goes on, like, he falls apart. This is, like, he's already fallen apart scene one in this movie. (laughs) The prequel. Yeah. We'll wait for the prequel saga. (laughs) Yeah, he's, like, already just off the wagon, just fucked up, and, like... Uh, like, he's so dense, you can't tell if, like, 
if he's actually believing his own bullshit or if he actually is. It's like a full-out racist that just, just <laughs> wants to kill these people. But it's like, like, Rob De Niro just comes up and he's like, well, I mean, we got to make sure we get the money because, like, these Native American people, they get real sick real fast. So if they get sick, the government's just going to grab the money. So we should kill them and then we can get the money. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Jeez. <laughs> Do you actually believe that, or are you just going along and just just so you can get this fucking money? But man, it is like so. It's it's so well. It's super fucking long, but it's so well done. And like, I fucking love the music in it too. Like they play like blues music. Like it feels like the the score to it is like they play like nineteen twenties blues music, but like incorporate like Native American drums and shit into it. Oh, cool! And it's fucking awesome. And like. I was even telling Molly this when I was watching, like, it's so fun to watch another culture be affluent. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like white people are so boring with their money, like, to watch, like, Native Americans and, like, how they use their money and, like, show it off. It's like, this looks way cooler than, like, how a white guy would show it off. <laughs> like, they got these, like, sweet fucking, like, body wraps and, like, fucking, like, like, the, like the, like, uh, the Native American patterns on like, these blankets they wear and the jewelry that they make. It's like... This looks so fucking cool. Like, why can't more people have more money? <laughs> These weird, boring white fucks are just like, I'm just gonna wear a suit all day, every day. Fuck off. But, no. All those sweet whites. Yeah, the sweet whites. But... Oh. <laughs> nah, Killers of the Flower Moon, I would definitely check out. It's really fucking good. Alright. Nice. Well, that puts us halfway through the list. And it's not even 10.30 yet. Yeah. We're doing great, guys. <laughs> Uh, my number five. Number five. Is, that terrifies me every time Jesus you do Christ. it. <laughs> is one we actually did for the show. Uh, one of one of the what we missed during the year. Yeah. But surprisingly, that Dungeons and Dragons movie, ah. Honor Among Thieves. Super fun movie. Agreed. Same. Agreed. <laughs> number five. It, oh, same matching. Like I got done watching that and I'm like, holy fuck. Like I could, my kid, why don't my kids want to watch something like this all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch this with my kids. We all had a good time. Yeah. And I had to like push it on them too. And my, my kid loves Joel, Dungeons and Dragons shit. Joel had to push had it, to, like, on force it on him. Like, it on him. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the few times I was actually very happy with Joel pushing shit on us. <laughs> Cause you already saw it. Earlier, yeah, the year, I, right? I was hearing good things about it, and even I was just feel like ah, it's Dungeons and Dragons. I, yeah, it usually comes with like a lot of baggage. Yeah, yeah, I'll, like, I'll check uh, it out. But like from like the very beginning, when Chris Pratt opens his mouth, I'm like, all right, this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Chris Pine, Chris Pine, my God, wrong sorry. Chris. Wow, wrong We're, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped the ball on the Chris. When Chris Pine first opens his mouth, I'm like, all right, this is not at all what I thought it was gonna be. Right, and I was surprised the whole way through it. Yeah, so like God, I fucking love this. Every single I, thing, I'm like, yeah, I fucking love this. Those this fucking fun skeletons in the graveyard. <laughs> oh, oh my God, God. Yes. That, the graveyard that was the best scene. part. Yeah. <laughs> That graveyard scene is great. <clears throat> this Every time was... they try to push Jonathan out the window. Jonathan! <laughs> it was just a breath of fresh air that it was a movie. It was another franchise where it I had no hope in it, and it actually gave me something entertaining. Yeah. Like, I feel like everything is just trying to milk, like, franchises we've seen over and over again. It felt good to, like, it felt good to, like, watch 
a blockbuster movie that wasn't the same thing that we've been getting getting for like the last almost 10 years now. It also wasn't like a shame to like dive into the source material and like make light of it at the same time. Oh yeah. And, and, like, and sometimes it'll make fun of it too. Yeah. I love that. It was taking the piss out of itself. Yeah. And the whole thing. I, it, it makes it even better. It's like they're yeah. in on the joke and I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. And Chris, God, Chris Pine is just a handsome Charming fella, motherfucker. <laughs> best Chris right now. Best Chris. Wow. I think so. No, you, were, you were hinting at talking about that when we did the review. You didn't get mm-hmm. around to it. Uh-huh. Best Chris. Best, best Chris? Chris, I think. Right now? Wow. Best Chris. Wow. Unprecedented. I think he's underrated. He doesn't, like, f- come out and oh, flaunt yeah. it as much. No. But when he does... Yep. Chris I'm... Evans is a pretty good Chris, too. Chris but he's, Evans he's, is a good Chris. He's, like, the he's the the poster boy, the Captain America he's of the Chris's. Chris, yeah. But Chris... Chris... What is he? Chris Pine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he might be the, uh, the diamond in the rough. That's right. Yep. yep. He is. He is. In the pines. What about Chris Walken? Oh. Wow. I mean, Chris Walken. That's a different He's thing. a legacy Chris. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Okay. Legacy Chris. <laughs> they have Chris Walken. Don't make Chris him like Walken's- that anymore. <laughs> Chris Walken's jersey's hanging in the, in the rafters right now. <laughs> what about yeah. Chris Bale? Huh? That's not a Chris. That's Come a, on. That's a Christian. That's a Christian. Come on. Best Christian. <laughs> Best Christian. Hands down. Yeah. Move yeah. over, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about a Topher I'm Grace? He hasn't played. He's a Chris Topher. <laughs> Topher Grace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the Chris Topher joke just now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I love that Christopher, you can go one of two routes. You can go the, the top end or the bottom end. The Chris or the Topher. <laughs> well, one person looks has gone like, two routes. Yeah, with yeah. It. it looks like he's a bottom. We yep. just found out yeah. Topher Grace is Topher a bottom. Topher Grace is a bottom. <laughs> That's a new shirt. <laughs> Topher, Topher's a bottom. <laughs> Elizabeth, get on it. Yeah, come on, Elizabeth. Get that merch going. Anyway, Cole, you're number five. Uh, I just have a quick question. Has any... None of our movies so far have made all four of our lists, have they? I don't think Not so. Not yet that we've that we've mentioned. Okay. I don't think so. We all don't have the same movies? Not not one through ten. Are, None have of we us have been had living the in movie. the same year. No, me and Troy just had the same number five. No, I'm saying like that it's but, been on all four of our lists. I think Oppenheimer's got three out of four so far. It wasn't yeah. on mine. It's not okay. on mine either. All right. Oh, Sorry. That's been the only Sorry, one. Wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Wow, wow. My number five guys, Wonka. Oh my god! <laughs> I fucking love this movie. I've I would heard... go watch it again right now in theaters for the third time. Oh my! I've heard true. nothing but great things about it this. Blew my mind. It's kind of in the Dungeons and Dragons theme, where like I went in like, God damn it! The only reason I went to see it is because the school was paying for it because we took the entire middle school to it <laughs> at the Platteville Theater. That's the uh-huh. only reason. Uh, but as I'm sitting there, I'm like. I don't give a shit these kids are making out behind me. I'm just fucking watching Wonka. I love it. <laughs> like, I love this shit. This movie's so good it made Cole a bad teacher. It did. I was like, you know what, you eighth grade degenerates, you want to make out behind me? I don't give a shit. I'm watching Wonka and eating my popcorn. So fun, though. Did you get the hat? I didn't get the hat. <laughs> they give them to out at the theater? That. No, at AMC, you can get a hat filled with popcorn. Well, because oh, I'd put a greasy hat on your head. After. I went to the wrong theaters both times. I didn't well, go to it, AMC at all. Is it a big hat? It's a big hat. 
Could be worth it. You know, right? I love big hat. I know. Dave was talking about putting on your big hat, and I was like, you better ask Troy. Yeah. Troy likes big I didn't hats. ask you, so I didn't put you it do on. You love That's big hats. Troy I'm likes his big hats. Uh, no, you can't have it. <laughs> okay, good. I made the right decision. <laughs> Didn't make a fool of myself. <laughs> but no, dude, the fuck, the musical numbers are so good in this movie. Yeah. Like, they're super catchy. The acting is done so far over the top that it's actually kind of refreshing. Like, okay. At first, when you watch, you're like, oh my god, this is going to be super fucking cheesy. But they stick with it the whole time to the point where like it, it goes over that hump of being too cheesy okay. to actually being like heartwarming and okay. fun. Okay. Um, I don't know. I love it. Uh, I don't know who the young girl was in it, but she did a great job. Um, not Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> uh, which I gave Piper shit for having a crush on. It was so funny. Dune two um, coming up. Quizrack Cataracts or whatever he is. <laughs> whatever he is. Quizrack Cataracts? Quizrack Cataracts. God. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't can't remember. It's a Atreides. Yeah, but like his his title is a... Quizrack no. Quizrack something. Hold on. Troy knows. He slept through it. Yeah. Troy gets it. <laughs> Dune. It entered his dream, Nick Cage-wise. Yep. <laughs> it is Quizrack's Hatterack. Fuck Dune. God. <laughs> Troy can't wait. That's I, all I wanted. Yeah, I can't Troy wait can't to get the Troy, best sleep Troy, of fell my life. Asleep, Troy fell asleep during it, and then the Quizrack Cataract tried to kill him in his sleep. <laughs> the best sleep. Uh, but no, number five, uh, Wonka. I honestly can't wait till it's streaming to watch it again. Right. Wowzers. Wowzers. Does it beat the best showman in your no. musical? No. Okay. Oh, my God. In your musical universe. No. I've I would cre- put. Uh, I've created for you. I put. <laughs> It, just the three that are coming to my head, I'd put Greatest Showman, Hamilton, then Wonka. Wow. Greatest Showman Suck it, Wonka. Oh, Greatest Showman's fucking bad. I love it. <laughs> Greatest Showman takes everything over. I love it. Fucking love Greatest Showman. Dave, how about your number five for the year? God damn, guys. It's, it's really come down to just, again, throwing darts in a phone book here. My top five could be interchangeable at any moment of the day. I'm just going to go with um uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant Ooh. mayhem okay whoa that is also this could also oh, be way. my number one depending on <laughs> <laughs> when you uh when you ask me uh this was fantastic yeah I didn't so, to check this is this live out. action? No. No, it's not. All okay. computer it is uh one of the most interesting and unique like uh, animation styles that I've seen in any movie. Okay. So if you liked yeah. Across the Spider-Verse, you'd probably like this. Really? It is very, very much in the vein of Across the Spider-Verse. Do I have to watch the first three Teenage Mutant Turtles from the 90s to understand? <laughs> no. Okay. That is like, that is what blows my mind about Turtles, is that there's like a Turtles for every generation. Oh, yeah. And then there's also a Turtles for like three generations between those generations <laughs> we're like we're all the same age we all grew up with like the turtles cartoon and had all the yeah. toys and everything yep. so like that was just baked into our dna and then we outgrew it and they made like several other turtle iterations oh yeah but then like when my kids were born i started watching like the nickelodeon 2012 turtles which was like the cgi one yeah and it was phenomenal. Like, I suddenly, like, fell back in love with Turtles, and it had all these, like, great, like, really well-done nostalgic vibes to, like, the old cartoon, the toy line, the movies, but done in a very, like, intelligent way, 
where it wasn't just like dumb catering it was like acknowledging that these things were things that probably the people of the tv show grew up with and they like made it into this actual story for their cartoon and then this feels like the next iteration of that where it's just like it's its own thing but fans of the turtles properties can enjoy it but you don't have to know anything about it you can just jump in and I think anyone will have a good time with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a fucking blast. I went to go You've see seen this it? with the kids. Okay, uh, yeah. Theater, yeah. So, like, like the dialogue is fucking fast-paced. Like, jokes and quips are coming, like, 100 miles an hour, very mm. much like Spider-Verse, yeah. where, like, <clears throat> this, Spider-Verse and Turtles, I feel like there's parts where I almost need subtitles on, where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I caught that. Like, it sounded yeah. funny, <laughs> but, like, they're just rolling through these jokes so fast. Yeah. And it was just like, I fucking loved it. It yeah. was just an amazing time. If I could double down on how it looks, like, I love the animation style. Because at first when I saw, like, trailers for it, I'm like, okay, yeah, it looks like Spider-Verse. And, like, it is akin to it, but it almost, it has its own style where it almost looks claymation yeah. a little bit. And, like, everything is sketchy on top of it. It looks like what you would find in, like, a high schooler's notebook paper. Exactly, and like okay. everybody is just an ugly troll in it. Like all yeah. the human characters look as gross as the mutants in the movie, and I fucking love it because like in animation, there's a thing like make it a great silhouette. Every human character, if you turn to the side, just grub. looks just like a fucking slob. <laughs> like, I love it. Like April O'Neil is known as like puke girl in this for yeah. a while because she like threw up on something on camera. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, and all the turtle voices are actually like teenagers that yeah. they had voice them, so it's not like Johnny Knoxville, a forty-five-year-old man <laughs> voicing a teenage Leonardo. <laughs> I mean, in turtles' defenses, they live for a long time, so I mean... <laughs> Jackie Chan is Splinter, uh-huh. and it is fucking hilarious. Like, it is really, really funny. Yeah, man, I and love it. And again, I'm a, I'm a shill for Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the oh, score for cool. this, where it's like, never in my life would I imagine, like, Nine Inch Nails <laughs> would do the score for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But it is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, the soundtrack rocks. Uh-huh. And it is not what you would expect for a Turtles movie. Yeah. It's just great. It like, is great. I watched it on New Year's Eve and fucking loved it. I've seen it three times. Cool. And I love it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. This you is... watched it on New Year's Eve? Yep. Wow. Lived it up. <laughs> this is my number four movie. So once Joel wow. has his, you can skip me. Because, okay. Yeah. Anything else it... to add? Well, Joel's already, <laughs> had, uh, already had mine. So your number five was my number five, so... Oh, well, then Joel's had his on. five. Now it's back to me. Oh. You've had your number oh, four. You're done. <laughs> number four. So my number four, guys. Take another beer. You heard me oh. say earlier, Big M. Night Shyamalan guy. Wow. Number four, the day Bautista starred, Knock at the Cabin. Okay. Right. Okay. Now, we went in depth on this on the Patreon. Yeah, we did a Patreon with uh we did it with Chaw, right? Yep. We did it with you and me and Chaw. Um I loved Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. I was psyched about it just cuz it was M Night Shyamalan to begin with. Then you throw Dave Bautista in there. <laughs> and I this was great. I fucking loved it. The whole suspense of an M Night Shyamalan movie I'm a sucker for. Uh I loved old. 
<laughs> you name it. You uh, name it. If I'm it's M. Night Shyamalan, I'm a big just going to throw that out there. Um, this one did throw me for a loop at the end because I didn't feel like it totally followed the M. Night Shyamalan. Like, here's the big twist. Uh-huh. Um, but it still kept me interested the whole time through. Obviously, I love a good suspenseful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a movie that's going to keep me hooked the whole way through, whether you deliver at the end or not. What was the runtime? I don't time? give a shit. Huh? <laughs> what was the runtime? I feel like it was a tight I think 90, it was right? Two. Tight yeah. 90. I think it was, it, was be- it was between. Yeah, I think it was between 90 <laughs> and 120. 90 yeah. and 120, uh, which is right where I want it to be. You start pushing Sweet that spot. 120 limit. 115 minutes. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're getting closer to 115. <laughs> um, no, I love this movie. I think I've watched it like fucking three times. Jesus. Um, wow. Yeah, I know, which was what M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. once you know the end, it's like, why are you watching it, right? <laughs> um, but I like this one. I, I thought it was good. Uh, I'm no. guessing it did not make anybody else's list. Can honestly say, not I, on my list. I mean, Have do... you seen it yet? <laughs> no. God damn it. I'll do a little bit of a spoiler for my, my it's one of my honorable mentions. Ooh, I did, that's close. I did yeah. like it. I, I, I love this movie so much because it was like, it's one of those movies where like it kind of comments on like, it takes like one of the like two of the most liberal characters you can take, like a, a gay couple, and it presents them with a situation where it's like I can't prove to you that this is what you need to do, but you need to do this, and it's like they tackle with so much logic, and then even when things start being presented, where it's like okay, here's more things coming up, it's very out of the realm of being able to believe what's going on, but this is happening, and it's still like I have to like almost ignore logic and do this terrible thing that i have to do and it's like that's a fun aspect because it's like we live in a world where it's like so many people believe in such crazy shit and like there's people that are trying to use logic to like dissuade them and then it's like well what if something that's not that's illogical is presented in a way where it's irrefutable and they have to fight that kind of thing like i love that aspect of it yeah they, they it, it was a fun story I I thought the hook was great. I've yeah. read the book that this was based on oh, really? by okay. Paul Tremblay. He's a very good like horror suspense writer. Mm-hmm. His book is way more up in the air at the ending. Okay. He does not give like a very clear ending, which I think that was my issue with the movie where it seems like too Definitive, cut and dry yeah, at yeah. the end where I I'm would like agree. What is this saying then? Because it really does seem to like take a weird stance on like, okay, God really did say kill this gay couple. Yeah, Yeah. or one of the gay couple, one of one of or or a child. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that just seems such a weird take to make to like hang your hat on in this movie. Where I like the ambiguousness to it. Yeah, and I would have loved it so much more if it didn't have like those random cutaways to the newscasters. Mm -hmm. If they were just secluded out there and they didn't see like what was happening in the outside world, and they just had to like go on blind faith oh you'd yeah. have liked it better without that i think so okay. yeah because it, it just seemed like too much yeah i like i really did like a lot of this i didn't love it but i thought there were parts of it that were fantastic yeah uh like a lot of Shyamalan stuff like i <laughs> love the idea of them and there's just like little yeah. tweaks that i would make based on my own personal I think, preference yeah i think it would be way more suspenseful and way more like it almost fucked their head more if, like, you didn't see what was going on, and they're literally being surrounded by these four people that could be telling the truth, could be absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. And it's like, depending on who you believe is where the suspense comes from. 
Yeah, I what? thought Batista was fantastic. In oh, he's yeah. Like, really he's been great this. in everything oh, I've yeah. seen him in. Yeah. He's a fucking, like, he's master really class wrestler actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's really good. <clears throat> I think he's really surprised a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, one major change from the book, if I can spoil. Go for it. The daughter dies in the book. Oh, wow. A stray bullet catches her, and then everything calms down in the movie they're ends. not gonna throw that yeah out. they're not gonna yeah. throw that out there but yeah. it's like wow that was a much more downbeat yeah. ending but uh yeah it was better than i expected it to be but i i don't know i felt like it could have been great and yeah. it was like for me it just like it was good yeah i think for for i'm not the as big of an animal shemlon fan as cole is but i think this isn't as stronger of like the movies that he's come out with like lately, yeah. Like I, I, I didn't like old. <laughs> <laughs> we also did Patreon on old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like old. But you can hear us argue. This was about better it. than old. But I read yeah, the book that then... old was based on too. Actually, Ooh, the movie yeah. was better on that one. Strangely enough, really? okay. yeah. Right. But uh, I, I think. Tracy for... old. Nope. Get on the M night train. Come on. <laughs> but I think for what it was, I, 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 I did enjoy Knock the Cabin. Okay. Hey Dave, number oh, four. It is. Oh shit. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> god. Um, you know what? I'm gonna throw the killer in number four. The All killer. right, there it is. There it is. There it is. Threw down my cards. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have a whole lot more to add other than uh, David Fincher, just a favorite director of mine. Yeah. Again, had a Trent Reznor score, uh-huh. which is props. Uh-huh. 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 Um, I like the opening credits to this. It's yeah. so fucking like so. F- it just like hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo. Oh yeah. Which also had that just like music video yeah, vibe. Of, yeah. But yeah, I just like I got so caught up in this. It was mm-hmm. like mesmerizing. Where yeah. I just wanted to sit and like watch this guy go about his daily tasks mm-hmm. as he's narrating his life and playing how soon is now by the kill or not the killers the smiths (laughs) yeah and um yeah just i thought everything about it was just it really pulled me in oh yeah and i like this was a movie that i wanted to show people and also like tell them like i don't think you're gonna love this but let me tell you why i like it (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like it's not what you would expect out of this type of movie Mm -hmm. it's like it's your your generic hitman who like a job goes wrong and then he has to kind of like go on the run and also like track down his agency that is now like Mm -hmm. after him for botching this job Mm -hmm. and you expect like a john wick type of movie which i have on my list (laughs) but like this is way more my speed where it's like no i want like what you subvert the expectation of that Mm -hmm. where it's not just like a big shoot 'em up it's this guy just like meticulously going about like Mm -hmm. how to eliminate all these loose ends yeah and I think he did it in, like, the typical, like, David Fincher, like, yep. fucking detail-oriented, like, yeah. research, like, go to the library, yeah. go on Amazon, do whatever, oh, yeah. and, like, make your, you know, make your path through that. And I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. And Loved I just, it. I love the human aspect of it where it's, like, he'll comment on something and then do the exact opposite and then never go back to say well, why he did the opposite, but he just ignores it. Like, yeah. he, he can't. He can't allow himself to be like, oh, sometimes I get emotional. Right. He's just like, oh, like, he won't even like. He doesn't even like bring it up in narration. They did the exact opposite of what he says he always does. He's yep. just like, just ignores and just moves ignores on. it and moves on. <laughs> He's like, okay. Yeah. And Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. always fantastic. Like I love seeing him in stuff. And this he one has a really is like good all him. 
he has a really good sociopath look mm-hmm. and a good narrative voice <laughs> yeah you know yep. it, it follows like the fight club narrator yep. and all that so yeah unreliable I, narrator when i heard he was in it i was like i haven't seen him in a movie in a while fastbender yeah, yeah. like magneto you know, like I'm sure he's done Magneto and David from Aliens and Prometheus. Oh, yeah. But I like he seems like one of those great actors that did a lot of like not great genre movies. Yeah. You know, well, he got roped into being like, like, like Mag- yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed, X-Men, Aliens, oh, like God, all these Assassin's things. Assassin's Creed is like, probably why we haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like these are all things that like geeks love, but yeah. it's like he's almost like way too good for these movies oh, that he picked. Yeah. It's like, God damn, he could have been like the next yeah. Christian Bale. And he yeah. just like he made like more popcorn flicks than yeah. like really good movies. Yeah. He got sucked into that fucking uh that Sam Worthington hole for a little bit. Yeah. But I think he came out of it. He came out of still, it. Yeah, I think he, he came can out still of it. do it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was great in it. Yeah, wonderful. Yep, yep. Good movie. Not what you would expect. I think a lot of people that would watch it probably would be kind of turned off by like how mundane it is. Yeah, and that's like one of the things that I liked about it. Yep. Uh, my number four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm. Same. That's my number three. Oh my! <laughs> nice. Oh shit! This is the second movie that made me cry <laughs> this year. Same. And then I also had a conversation with Cole earlier where it's like it's funny because Iron Claw and this have very similar scenes that made me cry. <laughs> There's a afterlife scene and a scene where a younger version of him comforts him during like a really difficult time. Both those scenes made me equally cry as much yep. in both movies. <laughs> and oddly enough, I would agree. <laughs> and like, it's almost laid out almost in the same way too. Where you're like, did you guys talk to each other? Yeah. <laughs> did the guy that made Iron Claw talk to fucking, fucking uh, James Gunn was like, hey, I kind of want to do your thing too. <laughs> <laughs> this Guardians movie is just fantastically done. Yeah. Yeah. The villain is awesome. Yeah. Oh, High yeah. evolutionary. Yeah. So fucking good. It's like yep. over the top. And again, so petty. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. As, yeah. you know, as we talked about Oppenheimer yeah. a little bit, these people with these grandiose plans that yeah. can, like, wipe out a world, which he does. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, for such petty bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> for real. I, uh, I, I feel like, and I hope this isn't the case, but I feel like this is, like, the Marvel movie where... On the path that's going now, like, people are going to look back on this in 10 years and be like, this is the last vestige of, like, a bygone era. <laughs> I feel like that right now. Actually, like, yeah. I feel like this was, like this after was... Endgame, mm-hmm. I feel like this was the only other thing I really needed yeah. to wrap up. Because we're going down, they're going down a hill now where it's, like, nothing about, nothing about what made Marvel special is sticking around. And this was, this felt like the last thing of, like... Remember this was good? This is James Gunn <laughs> closing the door on his way out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, and even like anything like I'm just I'm an outside fan, right? I just watch what comes at me. Nothing coming up looks remotely interesting. Yeah. No. Like no. when you see like I remember like five years ago, like, what's coming out in the next couple of years? Uh-huh. And yeah. being excited. Now I look at it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. It doesn't excite me. I don't even give a shit. Yeah. And even with like with all the all the turmoil of like, well, the big baddie we had for a while is 
fired, and we don't even know where we're going to go with great this. performance in that Ant-Man movie, though. <laughs> Number 10, right? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it just, it, with with all the being in so much turmoil, like this felt like the last, like, okay, here's what you remember about what was great about Marvel when it was good, and we don't know what we have after this. And it was a standalone I mean, standalone in the standalone sense enough. that it yeah. isn't in the major Marvel universe, yeah. but like it's, you could just watch the three Guardians movies. This was a per- and that would yeah. do it. This you was wouldn't a need perfect, to watch anything yeah. else. Right. This was a perfect number three of a trilogy. Yeah, like, I felt like every character that I really cared about had a form of closure where I don't really need to see them again. No, nope. And I, I, yeah, it it was it was a well done number three to a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I feel. Yeah, I don't got much else to add to it. I would just be... Yeah, we did a whole show on this movie, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't have much else to say. I feel like more than anything, uh, other than, like, maybe, like, sarcastic humor, James Gunn captures, like, the heart yeah. of characters and, like, yeah. especially comic book characters, like, ridiculous, goofy characters. <laughs> he finds, like, the yeah. heart and the appeal in them. More than anyone else, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is why, like, I have full confidence that he is going to do a good Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's the right person uh, to do like the DC, to yeah. be like the Kevin Feed Feige, Feige <laughs> yeah. of <Feig>? the <laughs> of the DC universe. I, I brought this like, up in our review that it's like I feel like this was like his advertisement to how he how he could actually build a universe well. Yeah, where it just. The way this movie plays out, where it ebb and flows through, like, emotional to comedy to weird, and it ebbs and flows in a way where it never feels forced. Like, it feels like it just flows from one thing to another. Yeah, it all <coughs> where, like, Yeah, like, it it almost, like, hypnotizes you into a way where you cry about a CG raccoon mm-hmm. getting tortured. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like as the characters all got their send-off there, whether it was yeah. Drax, like, becoming kind of a father figure again, yeah. Peter, like, going back and realizing that he didn't leave his mom behind, he left, like, his grandfather, yep. and they're rekindling, Yeah, and then Rocket going off, like, all yep. of that, like, made me almost tear up. I was like, mm. every single one of these, he, like, fucking knocked out of the park. Yeah. He did oh, yeah. so good It just, like, wrapping up and resolving every one of these characters to the yeah. point, like you said, like, I don't need, I don't want anyone else to touch these people. Right. Yeah. Because, like, he gave them the ending that I want. Yep. Yeah. Some of them are done, some of them are gonna go off on other adventures, but, yep. like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I don't need to heart. see it. Yeah. 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 Very good. And it had... I'm sorry, one more no, thing. No, you're good. Yeah, go it ahead. had the best F-bomb of a PG-13 movie <laughs> oh, I've ever heard in my life. It was a well-deserved F-bomb, too. I loved that so much. Like, it's yeah, it's an good. F-bomb everyone has used in their life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I heard there was like, one in it, and I was like, oh, this is the first F-bomb in a Marvel movie. And it's so just randomly tossed yeah. out. <laughs> Open the fucking door! <laughs> like it was, it was an it was an f bomb that was so appropriate they should have allowed them to have another f bomb. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was, yeah. Like it was like okay, that's a given. Of course you would say that during yep. that situation. <laughs> You're, you you can have another one if you want. <laughs> no, that was good. Uh, that was your number three, Troy. That was my number three. Your number three, number three. That's he's still sticking with it. Still sticking with it. Uh, my number three's already been talked about. I'm not gonna go deep into it because I kind of talked about it. With you guys, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie okay. was my number three. I've watched it a handful of times. Uh-huh. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, 
it's it hits every single fucking aspect of the Mario games, mm-hmm. and it makes me so happy. I don't know how many times I've annoyed Levi singing <laughs> Peach. <laughs> oh, dude, just just for that Peaches song, so good, <laughs> man. I'm so going to love you till the end. <laughs> so good. It comes out of the car and Levi puts his fingers in his ears. <laughs> and I turn it up louder. <laughs> so good. Love Super Mario Brothers. Uh, so I'm putting Dave on the spot. All Dave, right. Number three. Man, all all my top five are within um, single space lines between each other here. So I'm just going back and forth here. Like, what's it going to land on? Um... This is wild, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say across the Spider Verse number three. Ooh! And again, this could be higher Same. based on the amount of drugs <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> while watching it. But I saw this in the theater, had a great time with it. Loved the first one, had like a religious experience with it. Went to this, and I feel like this movie somehow like topped the visual aspect of the first one. Yeah. And didn't just... God, I agree. They... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They dominated it. Dom was back in this one. Dom was back. Dom was back. This almost... Part of me... Maybe the reason this isn't higher... I thought maybe the visual element was almost to a detriment. Where, like, maybe it was too much at times. And that's how I thought when I saw it in the theater. And then I got home, and I took an edible, and I watched this by myself (laughs) one night... And I ascended. (laughs) And this movie is just insane. Like, there is so much going on in this movie that it is like, you have to watch this like five or six times to even get everything that it's throwing at you. Yeah. Maybe only if you've taken an edible. (laughs) But it's just like, it's like a roller coaster. Like, I will put this on if I just, like, want to have a good night by myself. I'll, like, throw on Spider-Verse and go on a ride. It's just wild what this movie does visually. As soon as this came to streaming, I just bought it immediately. I didn't even think about it. (laughs) Oh, Miles is going to love this. Miles couldn't give a shit about this, but I... (laughs) My kids don't give a shit about it either. I couldn't force them to watch it. How the fuck can you not like this? It's wild. It's like Spider-Man. It's like two favorite things. You love being wild. You love being (laughs) Spider-Man. Not that wild, man. (laughs) He would... He sat down and watched it. He was like, okay, yeah, and it did something else. And I'm just like, when you don't come back in this room and I'm gonna watch this whole thing by myself and love every second of it oh and I kid. did go wait outside yeah you probably love going outside you can't <laughs> do you have this higher on yours yes okay alright yeah. well we don't want to we don't want to get there it you go. we yeah. can save it if you want to yeah. talk it up later sure me Should... and Dave will three geek it real bad alright yeah like so yeah. when I did when we did Into the Spider-Verse when that came out I think I had that like at number seven or something like that. Mm. It was something like really high. I think we had it as our number one. Yeah, and you guys, so. yeah, I think you guys like really fucking. <laughs> were, it didn't like, make my list. Yeah, <laughs> he's still in. You guys like uh, ragged on me for it, but I was like, I feel like this. The one thing that this movie has that I feel like the first one didn't have was, I feel like all the spider man in the first one, almost kind of play up to. Uh, to kind of like a stereotype of like what their character is, mm-hmm. whereas in this like. I think every Spider-Man they introduce in this is like has a personality on like such a deep level that it's like every Spider-Man they introduce in this is so personality and character driven. 
There's like, like ten thousand Spider Men in this. Yeah, show. <laughs> but like, but like the, the 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 major ones, like the 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 main ones they focus on. I think they, you can see their motivations. Whereas like I felt like in the first one, it was a lot of like, oh, Spider Man Noir is very deep, dark, and depressing, and mm-hmm. Spider Ham is animated and colorful. Whereas like in this, like Spider Punk will step in and like will legit cause people to start shit with each other. Like, yeah. he will actually come into a conversation and change the tra- trajectory of the conversation because he's Spider-Punk. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think any any character, like, in the first one did stuff like that. And, like, all, like Spider-Man of other cultures, like, playing that up. Like, showing, like, how New York would be if it was, like, founded by fucking people from India. Yeah. Like, shit like that. Like, it... fuck it. I think it, it took so many aspects of, like, what... Not just what Spider-Man could be, but what, like, fucking a world could be if it was taken over by, like, a culture or by someone's personality or, like, a state of mind. And, fuck, man. Like, they... Just even, like, how the universes are laid out, they're so fucking insane. Like, you you genuinely feel like you're in another universe when they go to another universe. I felt like the first Spider-Verse movie was so fast-paced that you were, like, almost, like... like whiplashed uh-huh. by how much content was coming at you, uh-huh. yeah. and I felt like this movie took that and like extrapolated it yeah. by like tenfold. <laughs> Where it's like take like ten seconds of like high octane thrill yeah. ride, apply that by. Like- yeah. And, like, at times, it was almost overpowering to me. But eventually, I just, like, just let it wash over me. (laughs) And I think, like, that opening of Gwen Stacy, like, kicking it off and telling Uh her story is probably one of the best, like, opening five minutes to any movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, her doing the drum solo there is fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good, and there's so much information coming at you. It like a breakneck pace, but it's just amazing. Yeah. I love it. And I'm, man, fingers crossed that they don't fuck up that third one. <laughs> no shit. If they can it's, do like a one-two yeah. punch of this and the next one, yeah. this could be like one of the best fucking animated things it's ever made. So, yeah. It already is, but like, I and don't want Sony. them to drop the ball <laughs> and on it's it. it's Sony. Yeah. For the spum, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked at the to be continued at the end. Oh, like I was watching the timestamp, I'm like, wait, there's only like, there's only like seven minutes left. They're gonna wrap this up in seven minutes, <laughs> and then I'm like, to be con- what? Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. wait for more. And the way they wrap it up too, it's in such a way where it's like, I really want to see how this plays right? out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's done not, in such a way, and it's that... not like your typical Spider-Man like cliffhanger too. It's not yeah. like a Green Goblin or something. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like an alternate Miles Morales, yeah. who's become a criminal and he's the Prowler. Yeah, and it's like this isn't anything for like longtime fans. This yeah. is just its own thing. Yeah, I'm gonna do yeah. my own thing. <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> and like even the villain in this, the Spot is the villain, but he's not even like no, the main like villain. A, yeah. He's like just kind of the catalyst yeah. of it. And if anything, like uh, uh, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine is kind of yeah, the he's, villain. He's of kind it. of more the yeah. villain, but even then, he has he has his motivations. Whereas like, you can't fully hate him, too. Right? It's one of those weird movies where like there isn't really like a first, second, or third act, or like a main villain. Yeah. It's just like 
just kind of this ongoing saga mm-hmm. that we're in the middle of. <laughs> it's yeah. I feel like if it if I could like say, Fast X, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dom's if, back. If I could see how it ends up, I would probably put it at my number one. But right now, like I loved it, but I just I don't know how it's all gonna go. Yeah, so I'm gonna put it right here. Gotcha. Very all good. Right. Set it right there. Right there. Is it? Wait, that was my, your number three as well. That was my number three as well. All right, so number two. So, oh my god, we're on number two. And number it's, two. It's just a little over eleven too. We're in, it's insane. So we could, we could be done before midnight. <laughs> All the no, other tangents we can go on. No, we won't. <laughs> That's true. We're so, not. We're not on the movies we're the most passionate about. So we're gonna talk about both, like, both segments for an hour each. Big trolls talk coming up here. My, oh boy, <laughs> my uh, number one and two flip flopped a few times. Oh wow! Um, but Super. I, I, I think during the show I cemented them where they're at. So my number two is Barbie. Oh, oh! I are we on number two? We are on number two. Mine is two. Mine is also Barbie. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Saming. So all uh, three of you number two is Barbie? No, 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 not for me. No. Oh. Um, Okay. I, I, I have uh, a different number two. Okay. I just saw this again because now Macy's getting back into watching it again. Um, and I watched it like two weeks ago. And I'm like, God, that's a fucking fun movie. <laughs> like it, it is, it says a lot for like, depending on who you are, you're getting different things out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Chelsea gets something different out of it than Macy gets something out of it than I get out of it. Mm-hmm. And like it's somehow appeals to a lot like strongly to the women audience and somehow re- appeals to everyone at the same time because it's got like fucking uh all the cans in it are great. Oh man, but you know Ryan, which can I'm going Ryan for. Gosling <laughs> just yeah fucking kills it in this movie yeah. i wanna wish you around <laughs> like i just watched it six hours ago oh my oh, god wow. so like, it, i think i it, really enjoyed it, it i think it's imaginative yeah i think it's uh, uh 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 meta uh which i like um it's funny like socially apt socially topical apt. Yeah, it's easy to watch, and it has, says heavy things at the same time, mm-hmm. like, and it's like fast and fun. And, yeah, yeah, and funny. colorful. Like, yeah, beat you off. <laughs> yeah. Beat yep. you off. It'll beat you off right now. Yeah, I horses. I I really much enjoyed, and it felt different than a lot of the big, huge blockbusters that came out. Yeah. This year, last year, over the last 10, 20 years. Yeah. Like, it felt like it came from a very specific voice, and I really enjoyed that it was different. Yeah. And usually I don't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> usually when I'm like, I don't really enjoy that it was different. It's because like your it was... antithesis. <laughs> <laughs> but it it wowed me. And yeah. it, for a while, was my number one. But I, I had to pick it. A different number one. Oh, Same. God, Mine, yeah. it, it could have been my number one, too. Yeah. But since you went with number two, I threw it in here just for time. Sweet. <laughs> anyway, cool. Not, not to spoil, it's going to be slightly higher on my list. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. Only slightly, though. I, right. uh, God, I want you to watch my number two so bad, Iron Claw. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because the four brothers, you will cry. 
All right, I'm, you will I'll, cry your fucking when eyes that out. scene played out. That made me cry. I was like, I God, just based on who <laughs> Troy is, he will destroy himself. Yes, with how hard he's gonna cry. Now, the only thing that pissed me off about Iron Claw, not terribly, I looked Flair. up why. Well, Ric Flair is fucking horribly miscast. God, who's Ric Flair in it? I don't know, but he sucks. Some dude. <laughs> It's the worst Ric Flair. <laughs> it's the really... You could, I think almost anyone else could have been a better Ric Flair than this guy. They could have cast... It was like Dakota. It was, yeah, it was like they went... They were like, oh, fuck, we need a Ric Flair. Uh, hey, frat guy, dress like Ric Flair for Halloween. Get over here real fast. <laughs> yeah. Put on a plaid blue suit and uh, talk like... Yeah. Say, say woo. Not even that... Yeah. He can't, doesn't even like woo probably. He like woos like... Ooh! It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's a bad woo. And the other thing that pissed me <laughs> off was they didn't include the fifth living brother. Yeah. Well, so I was reading a review for it today, and they it was like, like how I said, like the last half of it is so drenched in just bad shit after bad shit after bad shit. It's like, I get like, it would have been nice to also include him, but man, by the end of it, you're so, it's, you're like, but including him, it would almost be unbelievable that someone went through this much bad shit. Right. The Von Erich curse is almost so unbelievable that it's yeah. like, no way. Like, if you, would have, if you were to add one more brother, it would be <coughs> like, okay, there's no way in fuck that this is real. No, because you, you have to build the brother relationship up so much. Yeah. But then also rip it apart so much. Yeah. This would be a three-hour movie. Oh, yeah. If they needed to include Chris in there well, so much. Like, I heard... heard so, I, going. So, uh, sorry to interrupt, but you, uh, before you get too far off the Ric Flair yeah. train, I actually did see, like, over the weekend, somebody's like, you know what they should have cast as Ric Flair? It's Will Ferrell oh, from Will his Ferrell guy from, from, from yes! Bound and Down. 100%! <laughs> so much better. Yes! So much better! The Ric Flair in, Von, in, in Iron Claw is bad. Um... But when it goes to streaming, guys, or if you get a chance to watch it in theaters, Iron Claw's worth your time. Um, it is not a wrestling movie. It is a movie about yeah. brothers and relationships and, and, and a very overbearing uh, father that wants to put his thoughts and his views into yeah. his kids. Okay. I would say, dude, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is like, it's some kind of match it's had, but all three brothers are in the ring. Or all four brothers are in the ring. And then Fritz just comes in and just starts cutting a promo about like what he expects all of his sons to do. And you can literally see, as he's going through all the brothers, like saying things differently. That, like saying things that he told them, he didn't tell them that he's going to have them do. Yeah. And like watch their face, like almost every brother's facial expression changes as like, almost like works like a tidal wave. Yep. Like Fritz just putting all of this like expectation on them in a promo to people. And they're just like, fuck i didn't know he wanted me to do <laughs> like just all like how oppressive he was and putting what he wants on them yeah and then he would even do it in ways where it's like he wouldn't even like warn them he would just do it yeah <laughs> it's so it's so well done and fucking zach efron kicks ass in this yeah like just to watch the most heartbreaking thing about this movie is to watch him slowly break down from losing brother after brother after brother well the line of the movie is I used to be a brother. Yeah. That's the line of the movie that oh, really shit. fucking kills yeah. me. Yeah. Troy, you're going to cry. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> like when he's talking to his kids and he says, I used to be a brother. Yeah. God like, damn. fuck. Oh, God. 
So good. I don't want to ruin it because no, because like when, I mean, if you know the Von Eric story though, there's nothing yeah, to be ruined. Yeah, but that about. last scene it hit me in a way where I was like, yeah, you just need to experience it because it, it fucks you up. Yeah. Um, but that's my number two sidetrack. I'm loving seeing Dave go through this fridge of random beers yeah, as he whispers. To oh me, yeah, what the fuck is going it's on? Like, in what there? is happening oh, yeah. with his beers? <laughs> the most that is seasonal oh, no. fridge I've ever. That is that is a cavalcade of the of the miscellaneous beers that I would bring from family beer and liquor when they were on clearance. And he chose the winter lager. I I don't want anything too heavy, but they're all heavy. <laughs> they're all heavy and weird as fuck. This one's all right. This is all right. God, I love this it. Long drink's not bad. No, it's good. Yeah, I'm good. Should have had you don't like one. the long drink? It's okay. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Can I get you one, Cole? Uh, sure. Good. <laughs> Whatever you feel like grabbing in there, Dave. Well, they're all shit. Maybe so not a tall boy. If there's if there's a shorty in there. Uh, how about this Christmas vacation one? Fuck right, sure. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> gonna fuck me that up. one's really good. <clears throat> it's a beaut. Is, oh, there, is there another color? one in there? Another one, yeah, there's in another there? one of those. I'll yeah. take that too. Oh, a seven and a half percent to end my night. <laughs> oh, I was no. looking for something that the, wasn't like eight like percent. Here we go. Great. <laughs> Just a teacher's institute tomorrow. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing. Nope. Oh. Uh, your number two was uh, my uh, number two was Barbie. Barbie. Is Barbie? So, so I, just, I saw this three times in the theater. If you can believe it, Barbie. Holy yeah, shit. so I I got invited to like a birthday party party yeah. bus where everyone like did a Barbie dress up. I went as Ken, a yeah. denim Ken. Everyone did a Barbie. Everyone did a Barbie. <laughs> they did, did a Barbie. big Barbie, <laughs> and that was good. Like everyone got drunk, went and saw Barbie, and then went out on the town. Did you that say was you a were Knuff? I was Knuff. I was very Knuff. <laughs> and then uh, my son wanted to see it. He was like bummed that I saw it without him. I was like, all right, yeah, we can go see it again. We went, and then like we went and saw it at the drive-in. Like, oh, this is our one ooh, time in the drive-in, um, and they had a Barbie fun. and Spider-Verse back-to-back. Oh, that is a good one. that was a good, long night. That's a good one. <laughs> but I, I never set out to That's see Barbie beaut. three times in the theater, but I kind of did. And then I saw it once on uh, Blu-ray as well, and you know what? It's a fucking great movie. Hell yeah. Good great. movie. It's fucking great. Yep. It's fucking great. <laughs> All right. God damn it, Troy. Tell your kid to stop messing with this microphone. <laughs> uh, my number two, Dave, you already brought it up. It's going to probably surprise you. Infinity Pool. Oh, I'm glad that it's that. You know what? It could have been my number one. Who Dude. knows? <laughs> for Dave's some reason, changed already. Yep. <laughs> for some reason, this movie hit me in a way. This movie was number one on my list for a long time until something else came up that nice. I'll bring up. That's not a surprise. Uh, because <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar. Because I feel like I love movies that play out allegories in the weirdest, like, most fucked up ways. Yes. And this movie plays on... So we live really close to, like, a really touristy town. Uh And this movie plays on that aspect of, like, when someone comes into a town that they don't live in and just treat it like absolute shit. But then also, like, the higher-ups in that town that will build up those shitty people for money... Mm-hmm. And it plays that in such a perfect way that you just feel so dirty watching it. <laughs> like, yeah, the way that they, these rich people come in and they, they just realize they have no consequence to their actions. And just because that they're, these people are paying hand over fist for this opportunity, the government just allows them to just fucking basically terrorize the locals 
and it's it's just done in such a way where it's like I've lived this. Like I've 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 I've, I've been, shipped this yeah, author. I've, <laughs> I've 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 lived in I've I've worked in this in uh, in this town that's close to us where it's just like fucking people come in and they just treat it like absolute garbage and then like the next day you're just like you just hear like oh so the city council passed this law that we're building a tennis court because the people that come in want one even though we're gonna drain all the fucking school we're funds drain the river yeah we're, we're gonna drain the school funds and like a bunch of other funds to build it but they want it because they come in here and they pay money like it like i've never heard watch an allegory for tour like shitty tourists before and this hit literally and figuratively close to home yeah like it's so well done and even like fucking I feel like Mia Goth is slowly becoming like my favorite oh actress. Oh my god, she's in Infinity she's, Pool. Yeah, Dude, she plays. So she plays like Pearl the main... herself. Yes. Yeah. So she's like, they like they bef- like uh, Skarsgård like befriends like this rich couple, and she's like the wife of this rich couple, and she becomes like the ringleader of like them just fucking shit up and she's she like just... the woody woodpecker of oh it. yeah she's just an antagonist <laughs> and she <laughs> basically like turns into pearl everything. by the end where she is just like waving a gun around and just doing whatever the fuck she wants and turns into this fucking monster mm-hmm. and then i don't want to spoil the ending but it like almost kind of turns into where it's like well vacation's over and they just like turn into the normal selves after all this fucked up shit they did and you're just like Everyone just goes home. Yeah, everyone just goes home like nothing <laughs> Someone happened. else's mess to deal with. And it's with. like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's so fucking well done. And it's like, cool. it's a very extreme uh, aspect of something that I've actually seen play out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I saw this, I, like, immediately loved it. Yeah. And it was probably, like, my top movie for a while. I think yeah. I saw it in spring, and yeah. then over the summer I saw quite a bit of, like, fun movies. Yeah. And this is a fun movie, but in, like, a very depraved version yeah. of that. <laughs> like, I watched it's a fun with it, consequences. Yeah. I watched it on a whim, and it definitely goes the... Uh, it's Brandon Cronenberg, but it definitely goes the Cronenberg route where it's, like... Very much. We're gonna go way fucked up with the things that they do, where it's, like, I can... I've seen a lot of people bring it up where it's like, yeah, this is a good movie, but it's I've never seen it on anyone's list because it's like, I feel like people would judge them for yeah. putting this on their list, but I don't give a shit because I fucking love fucked up shit. Yeah, you don't and give this, a shit. I don't give a shit either. And no. like, but God, just the way that it play, it plays out a thing that I don't think anyone really comments on. I like, so this movie I felt like has two very distinct halves. Where the first yeah. half is like him being pulled along, and then he goes into it, then he yeah. gets over his head, yeah. and then he gets into it. Yeah. And that's like the first half. I don't remember as much of the second half, when they're like it, all yeah. in on it. Because it all bleeds together, and like yeah. I think he gets to a point where he's like, he wants back out, and then they just like start fucking with him. Like, they almost start hazing him. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a scene near the end where they just pay the government to give him a, to make a clone of him. And they just like put a, put a bag over his head, and they make him torture himself <laughs> with him not knowing that it's him. Yes, fuck. Like, I like, forgot the whole holy second half of this. Like, <laughs> and it's Jesus like, and, the, and they just they start fucking me. Like, so is that you, or is are are you the clone of him? And they're just like fucking with him, and you're just like, he's like almost like going insane with him with them just fucking with him, mm-hmm. and you're just like, God. 
and, but it. by the end of the day, they're just like, but we're rich, so whatever. Yeah, and then like, and, and and they don't the day, care. Like they go, they go on the shuttle to the airport and they're on the phone, like talking to like their boss. So I'm coming back next yeah. week. Maybe I killed an exact replica of myself with all my <laughs> thoughts and feelings and memories, but like whatever. It's so fucking fucked up, but that's what that's like almost the charm of it is yeah. how fucked up it is. Have you seen any of the other things that Brandon Cronenberg is? No, I think it's like the first thing that I've seen. He did Antiviral and Possessor. Okay. And Antiviral's okay. Possessor is really good. Okay. And I think this is better than that. So okay. I think you've seen the best, but I would recommend yeah. seeing Possessor. Because I, I, dude, I'm on the Brandon Cronenberg trick. Because I love Cronenberg, but I feel like there's some things that he does where it's like weird for weird's sake. This is like it's weird. But he puts purpose behind the weirdness. Yeah. And I love that. It's crazy to see someone who has such a distinct vision, like David Cronenberg. He yeah. has, like, to- he oh, has yeah. like coined the term, like, Cronenbergian. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then for, like, his son to carry that torch mm-hmm. and continue it, like, just as well, yeah. if not better than his yeah. father did, yeah. is in what an insane legacy Dude, to I such a it. weird I'm like niche super, yeah. market of I was, film. I was excited like, I want to see him to have goes. a kid so he can continue <laughs> on. <laughs> and then you have great grandfather David Cronenberg saying, like, when I made the fly. <laughs> yeah. Love no, it. I, dude, I was 100% on board. I fucking love this movie a lot. Yeah. Well, let's watch it together and jerk each other right. off sometime. <laughs> I'm ready, guys. All right. Get going here. There is a scene where someone jerks someone off and you see the entire thing. Kids, cover your eyes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't do in the shower with David. Don't do in the shower with David. Troy's going to cry. That's your number two, you said? Number two. Uh Uh-oh, what's that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Before that, though, we got honorable mentions. Oh, shit, that's right. That was too early out there. Uh, Uh, Troy, honorable mentions. Anything that didn't uh, get brought up that you think should be... No. Comment. Okay, so... (laughs) I did. No. I did see Trolls Band together like three yeah. times. Are you gonna do what I'm gonna do? Just list the other movies you watched? <laughs> um, not all of them. Oh. Uh, I did watch Rebel Moon yesterday. That's my number one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and that was it. one. I'm like, would it make like even like the bottom of the list? And I no. finished it last night. And I'm like, fuck this movie. No. <laughs> kind of I really wanted to like it. I was. It just fuck. It's nothing. It, it is nothing. I wouldn't even say it's bad. It's just no. Nothing. It's just nothing. Like, it's all just exposition dumps. If you've seen a movie, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, what else? Oh, I, I I, have a movie on here that I is just like one that I saw early in the year and then totally forgot that I saw. But it is so nothing, even more than Rebel Moon, that I'm like, what was I doing? I watched You People, that like Jonah Hill oh. movie. Where he's like a podcaster or whatever. I watched. A, I saw how like someone put that on their bottom list of the. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like, and I'm like, just I hated myself a little bit more because I I also saw it. Um, Shazam two sucked. <laughs> this was a year that I just like stopped watching superhero movies because I yeah, felt obligated yeah. to stop the Marvel TV shows. Stop just. The Marvels, Blue Beetle, Shazam, Aquaman, just fucking done. I'm done. Yep. I'm done. Yeah. Kind of the same way. I'm done. I, I even heard Loki 2. Season 2 is good. And oh, I'm yeah. like, Loki 2 is great. Don't care. Yeah. I'm okay. Done. I might and get it's to It's a it. weight off my shoulders. 
felt like I did when I was done with Star Wars. You know, I'm like, I'm just, I don't care. Yep. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, like Elemental, I saw that the Pixar movie that came out. Yeah. It's good. I've been meaning like, to like, watch it, but I never it got blow me away. It. Yeah. So, I watched parts of that. But I couldn't say I watched the whole thing, so I never included that. Yeah. There's actually quite a few kids' movies that were on that I never really sat down and watched. Like that one Kraken movie or whatever. You guys probably don't even know what the fuck I'm even talking heard about. Heard of it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't was give it, a shit. Was it Sea Beast? You will. Within a year. It wasn't Sea Beast. I'm sure okay. it was. Well, that was pretty good. It was like Ruby Gilman and the Kraken movie or something. Mm. That was on, like, for a week straight, and I don't think I saw a second of that movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyway. That, uh, that, those are any that, I, dishonorable mentions. All right, Cole. What movies were worse than uh, Sound of Freedom? So, my honorable mention, I have five that didn't even make honorable mentions, but my honorable mention oh. was Barbie. Okay. Oh. I... I I w- I'm going to be honest. I'm very curious what your number one I'm going to be honest Cole, with you guys. Cole likes right-wing propaganda more than Barbie. <laughs> I'm going to be honest again. with you. I wanted to put Barbie on, but I wanted Sound of Freedom on you the list so bad. Bullshit! <laughs> bullshit, you son of a bitch. You like Sound of Freedom more. I did like Sound you of Freedom You fucking a lot. asshole. I did like Sound of Freedom. Um, my other Don't movies, even try to cover your fuck ass. Fuck you. My other movies that did not even make my list or honorable mention uh, of Pooh, Blood, and Honey. This is just what I watched because I watched so few. Pooh, Blood, and Honey, Indiana Jones, <laughs> Dial Destiny, Five Nights at Freddy's, which I watched like 19 fucking times. Oh, my kids love that movie. And that's Piper's Realm right now. Yep. So, I, didn't um, even, I didn't even write down Pooh, Blood, and Honey. I didn't like it. It's so just much. what I watched. Uh, 65 I watched this past week. Yeah. Which oh, I saw that. I saw most... that in the theater. The most nothing movie. It is very much yeah. a nothing movie. <laughs> nothing happens. I don't even know if, no. there's, if there's much dialogue in this movie. It's just nothing. I it's love just, it because fucking Tom it's loves the it. Adam, Tom loves uh, it. Driver yeah. we need, we need, dinosaur movie. We need to totally oh, make fun of him yeah, for okay. it. Tom, what the? F- if you're listening, it's Quiet Tom. Place in Dinosaur Time, and it's okay. written by the people that wrote Quiet Place. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's really bad. Tom is so dick hard for even so it's bad. No. It's just nothing. You're right. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. It's just, what am I supposed to be watching here? Yeah. Nothing happens. No. No. And then the last one, which I really want to put on the list, but guys, I just could knock it into it. Transformers Rise of the Beast. Wow! <laughs> this is the one that turned you on Transformers? Yep. I watched this, and I was like, what's this ape Transformer doing on my TV? <laughs> so, I listened to a podcast on the way down here, and apparently the post... Did you finish it? I finished it. The post credit scene hints to a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. What? Oh, now maybe I didn't see this. Apparently, like, they go into a warehouse, and someone, like, puts down a business card that says, like, G.I. Joe on it. Oh, my and it, God! And they, like, the Weekly Planet just said it, it was the Game is On award winner oh, this shit. year of, like, no the laziest way. fucking, like, random thing where they're just like, oh, and also G.I. Joe. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I, I must have tapped out before uh, that. Uh, but that's uh, it. That's it for me. All right, uh, Dave. Honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I have a couple. <coughs> I the there's a, I saw a lot of like not terrible horror movies mm-hmm. this year. I'm a big horror fan. Um, Thanksgiving, Eli oh, Roth. I wanted Thanksgiving. Watch yeah. Really fun. Yeah. Like had a really great time with it. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. I thought was excellent. 
For it is one of the most disgusting movies I've seen in a long time. Oh, they oh. all are. God. <laughs> yep. Um, and then there was some. Uh, oh, also the the Exorcist believer. I heard nothing but horrible things about this. Yeah. And this is by the guy that did the last three yeah. Halloween oh, yeah. movies. Yep. And it has like it came out to like a fucking seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> yeah. or something. So I was, like, geared up to watch this, and then I saw that happen, and I was like, oh, fuck that, I'm not going to watch that in the theater. Yeah. And it was on Peacock or Paramount or one of those, and we had it for, like, another week before we canceled our subscription, so I was like, alright, I'm going to fit this in quick. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Like, not amazing, but it was certainly nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I don't know what the, all the hatred was on this. I thought it was just fine. Um, The Outwaters... A really, really fucking bizarre found footage movie. Okay. Which, like, I I don't know if I can compare it to anything else. It was almost like a drug-induced, like, gateway to hell yeah. out in the desert. Have you yeah. heard of this movie? No, I, I haven't heard of it. I think you it, you should check it out. Okay. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone else but you, Joel. <laughs> What's but it called? The Outwaters. Outwaters? Okay. These people, like, go out in the desert to film, like, a music video and... And just, like, in the blink of an eye, everything fucking goes wild. Ugh. And, like, for the remaining, like, hour of the movie, it's just, like, this fucking fever dream hellscape where nothing makes any sense. And it is surreal hmm. and weird and off-putting. Ugh. And I don't think I've seen anything like it. I'm in. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's, like, good or bad. It just is one of those movies that, like, you should see it if you're interested in I'm things in. like this. I'm in. And then on the other end of that, Skinamarink, another okay. one of those. I've been weird... hearing, I've been hearing about that. And that one is one that, like, I thought the trailer looked phenomenal. Yeah. It looked so unnerving and creepy. Mm -hmm. And when I watched it, I was like, the trailer's a billion times better than this <laughs> That's movie. That's what I heard too. And like, I fucking can't, can't <laughs> get into something. it. I wanted to love it yeah. so much. And I appreciate what they were trying to do, yeah. but I thought it was fucking boring as shit. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I heard from other people, too. Yep. And then uh, Nimona. It was an animated flick on Netflix. Like, okay. it's an adaptation of a graphic novel. All right. Good, good, like, kids, young adult thing. I don't know how we stumbled on it, but I think I recognize the name from seeing it, like, in yeah. the comic book circles. Yeah. And it was worth a watch. Sweet. Cole, I think your kids would like it. I would okay. recommend it. Nimona. Uh, so, fun fact about Nimona, yeah. uh, I have had that uh, graphic novel in oh. circulation in my classroom for the past three years. There you go. And I turn, like, eight kids into fans every year. Awesome. Really? Well, there they you go. Because it's more geared towards high school, the graphic novel is, because yeah. it deals with a lot of stuff. But my eighth graders fall in love with it. Yeah, and really? I think it's, like, a pretty big, like, LGBTQ it is. type of thing, yep. too. Nice. So, yep. like, and that's... I did not in know the... that they had made a flick about it, so yeah. I will check that and out. And I think it like has it captures the art style and everything, and Ooh. it's it was solid. Like yeah. I'd never read the comic, but I recognized the name and just put it on for the kids once, and like we all jumped in and had a good time with it. I'm putting that on my list. I didn't uh, know they made that a new movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, those are my honorable mentions. All right, uh, and Oppenheimer, I guess, because that somehow that wasn't on my top 10 <laughs> and maybe asteroid city sorry troy wes anderson I've been uh -oh, uh, big rock Troy's back there oh, shit. Oh. that out front oh big rock, <laughs> big rock troy. too many <laughs> wes anderson fans yeah, in your neighborhood <laughs> you're wes anderson drives by yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh the ones that haven't brought up that are my honorable mentions i really enjoyed no hard feelings it was a hmm. comedy that came out this year 
It was, it wasn't as funny as I thought it would be, but I felt like they did a lot of comment commenting on certain things where I was like, yeah, you don't have to be funny to do this. And it was still thought provoking. Like I, I went into it wanting it to be f- funnier, but it, I got like another movie out of it that I didn't expect. And I really enjoyed it. Cool. Plus there's an amazing uh, cover mm. of, a uh, of, a uh, man eater too. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, rent, like, so like a movie I've heard a lot of people dog on that. I didn't, I actually enjoyed parts of was Renfield. Renfield wasn't too bad. Okay. Mm. That was one of my movies I wanted to watch in the past couple weeks. But I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. I didn't get to it either. Yeah. And we even have the Nick Cage beer here. That's right. <laughs> I fucking love Nick Cage, but well, I was just like, yep. I don't, I don't like Nicholas Holt. Maybe that's what's keeping me back. He's okay in it. Nicholas Holt, yeah, he's okay. He's pretty good in it, but uh, I don't know. Probably more the action in it. There's some pretty violent action scenes in it, and I don't know. Ben Schwartz plays like an annoying character, but I just love Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> is it rated R or PG-13? Oh, no, it's rated R. Okay. Maybe like, I'll give it I think a he cuts someone's arms off with a serving platter at one point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then, um, I think Sam brought it up in his list, but uh, me and Molly watched this movie called Bottoms, which is they, these two lesbians in a high school start a fight club to meet chicks. So it's it's basically like the perfect amalgamation of fight club meets super bad. But, like, <laughs> but, like it's also done in a way where, like, they also, like, beef up like the world around them too where it's like very over the top like people will get on the morning announcements and just swear where it's like we're gonna fuck up the gophers this week and then like they'll put up fucking uh uh like posters of like their quarterback where it's like posed in like a sexy pose like get horny for hoff tender or whatever it's like fucking like got a like a fucking uh football and shit where it's like it's a fucking it's a funny movie and Horny like for Hoff Tender, <laughs> they go like really put it on a shirt. They go like a, they go like way hard in like the weird over the topness of like what it's like to be in high school, while also like doing this whole like Fight Club scenario. It's it's really fun. And then uh, my last one for honorable mentions is like there's this movie on Netflix called They Clone Tyrone. Like, uh, I'm really getting into like these like. Uh, sci-fi movies where they tackle different cultures and this is one is like literally like they take like uh like a fucking like a drug dealer a pimp and a prostitute from like the projects and they turn into like a big sci-fi movie where it's like it's like it's like a uh premise of like out the ramblings of a crazy old person outside of a gas station so much so that this movie has a crazy old person outside of a gas station <laughs> where like these three come together realizing there's like this weird conspiracy where like they're being like pushed in the scenario to like keep this certain part of the community in like a poverty level. And every time one of them dies, like another one comes up and just keeps doing what they're doing to, to keep them down. And it's, it, it was like a really fun scenario for like a sci-fi movie. Okay. Right on. So, yeah. Did you ever see his house? On Netflix? I don't think so. That was another one. It was like this refugee family that came from a third world country and they come into America and then yeah. they're like haunted by this like awful spirit in <clears throat> the like the income based housing that they yeah. get supp- they get uh supplemented into. Yeah. I think you'd like that one. It's good. Sweet. Interesting. Yeah. But no, yeah, there's I'm really getting into like movies where it's like I'm just loving where we are culture wise where like we're really expanding 
main characters in movies. Like me and Molly watched a movie. I wasn't like super into it, but there's this movie called Polite Society where they take Pakistani women living in London, where it's like this big conspiracy where the sister's trying to get uh, abducted to use her womb to like clone <laughs> like this super affluent Pakistani woman that's also living in London. <laughs> But then they also try and in, like include kung fu in it too. It sounds awesome, <laughs> but for some reason, like obviously, but for some reason, like the whoever they got to do the fight choreography like wasn't that good, and it was like the fight scenes are kind of boring. But I'm like, boo. But I'm like, dude, like this is the kind of shit that I would love to see. Like if this was if this was like an awesome movie, this would probably be like way high high up on my list because I just love seeing other cultures represented and shown in like a in a in a type of movie that they don't really get a chance to it's always like a drama like what hardship they went through i want to see like other cultures be inserted into like a crazy action sci-fi movie do some kung fu and not dung poo yeah <laughs> got him twice you got, him. got him every <laughs> every way from sunday got him. <laughs> just twisting the knife troy jesus <laughs> Uh, anything else? All right, should we all go oh, home? Let's just get that number one out. Get number that one. number one. I gotta take a number one after this. So. Oh, oh god. <laughs> um, it's P. My number yeah. one is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Mm. Um, I Second you're running. <laughs> I <laughs> freaking love this movie for all the reasons we've already said. Figured. And like I, even like so much as watched like a Corridor Crew video. Of, like, how they did the animation and shit on this. Like, yeah. It's so fucking good, and every single way they thought about it is good. Like, storyline, great. All the other Spider-Men they add, great. Yeah. The animation is unique and amazing. Just the character designs are great. Like, Miles Morales is a character that's just shown up recently in comics. And there's already, like, nine different versions of him because he's <laughs> such a good character. Everybody yeah. wants their hands on him. And in this, it's it's no different. Like he's he's great in this. And I would say he is like the best version of that character in this story yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the, the fact most that he's distilled into everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he's taking the agency in this, where he's like, you know what? Like fuck all of this. <laughs> I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah. And like that is amazing to yeah. hear from that character in that place, where he's like. Everyone's telling me what I need to be and, like, what makes Spider-Man. And, like, yep. Spider-Man can't be this, can't be that. He's like, fuck all that. Yeah. What, what a great thing yep. for yeah. kids to hear, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, like, even just on the animation part, like, obviously it has, like, a jilted look to it. Yeah. And instead of, like, doing, um, a, a, you know, a frame a second or 24 frames a second, they're animating on ones and, or twos and fours. So it's like taking every other frame out, but it's not animating on ones and threes. Yeah. Cause then it's like that. It gives it a more jilted look and it's the one you're not used to. Yeah. And then when spider punk comes in, because he's such a rebel, they animate his frames randomly. Oh yeah. shit. And so like, I can see that. Like he, he it's not anything consistent with him. I know. So I'm it's like, like just <laughs> small little things like that. They Sometimes thought. he has like newsprint on him. Oh yeah. Like text <laughs> on there's him. Like, there's like moments when Spider-Punk comes in where I like feel like I'm having a small seizure. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, it's just like, God, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. But then like, I mean, they did, they did this, some of that stuff like in the previous movie too, like where Spider-Ham is pretty much consistently 
like that character yeah. animated pretty smoothly. Yeah. He's like a Looney Tunes character oh, yeah, brought yep. to life. Mm-hmm. And then when he's next to Miles and stuff like where he's animated on every other frame, yeah. especially in action scenes and then like Spider-Man Noir is different and then the anime yeah. one is completely different. Yeah. Like, it just feels like they took everything from the other one and just boosted it up. Yeah, yeah. and then in this one, it's and I think, everything. There's even yeah. live action in this one where yeah. it's like everything's all there. Like, that's why I think I like this one more than the first one where the first one, they took characters and animated them differently. This one, they take whole environments and animate them differently. And they will they do it throughout. Like, they, they go, they jump through different environments all animated differently where I'm like, that had to take... A fuck ton of work. <laughs> I can't imagine what it took to make this movie. And unfortunately, from what I've heard, like it sucked to animate this. Yeah, too. yeah like yeah. apparently they're under like a big it. crunch and all that yeah. other shit, which that sucks. But hopefully, it, the third one isn't under that much pressure. It's the, like unlike anything. Yeah, even really the fact is. that like the f- the first one exists, and I feel like it's unlike that. Even yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. tell me about it. Oh, yeah, I'm mean, speaking to the choir here. God. I mean, this movie changed the way every other animated movie will come out ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's that groundbreaking. Like, it, it, at first it was Pixar doing 3D animation. Yeah. And then I... Yeah. Like, Pixar has, has peaked. Yes. Right? Like... I think it peaked with Wally. <laughs> well, I don't know. Toy Story 4 was pretty good, even though I found it wild that they're doing a fourth one. That was an epilogue. But, it, like, just in, <laughs> in terms of, like, the way it visually looks, like, they can do photorealism mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Stuff they don't even need to do. Like, they did in The Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything, all the landscapes in that look great movie, immaculate. <laughs> like, indistinguishable from real life. And, like, now Sony comes in. Sony! comes in <laughs> fucking bizarre spum, spum. <laughs> yeah comes in and does changes animation like it almost takes it back to hand drawn animation even though it's all cg yeah. every and, like, type of hand drawn animation yeah, and like, <laughs> it it plays with all the tricks that yeah. we've learned before computer animation yeah. and puts them in this and then everyone realizes how great it was like i'm yeah. a fucking i love hand drawn animation yeah why am I doing the well, Trump arms? Why am I? T- <laughs> what am I doing? Well, shit. Here? Even like just with the first one coming out, it, you can already see the influence from the first one. Like, there's so many random animation movies coming out w- after that one came out where they throw in aspects of that. Like, do you see Puss in Boots? I've heard Puss in Boots is like that. It's I've heard- phenomenal. Yeah, it's really, really good. Like- and I fucking hate Shrek. Did that and come that- out this year? I think it was last year. Because I, I looked say, it up and I was like, I would have put it on my list. Because oh, that was a great fucking movie. Really that might have made my list last year. Oh, I was going to say, if that came out this year, oh my god, <laughs> Sound of Freedom, look out. <laughs> I gotta check that. That might have made my list last year. <laughs> but uh, but shit, like that, floor, like uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines yeah. had aspects of that. Like, the same guys, right? The fucking, Lord yeah. Miller. Or Teenage Mutant yep. Ninja Turtles. Yep. Yeah. Had that, like, yep. they're so, like, that, just the influence of of those movies is already bleeding into other animation. Yeah. I'm disappointed because I know I'm going to reach this point where I'm like, I'm sick of that Yeah, because like they've, yeah. it's such a unique thing. And I'm it's like, so I bet you people yeah. are going to fuck with it. But the thing I love about I'm though is that it. it's playing with so many different versions of animation too. Like it's not just being like throw like it because it's so kinetic. That's probably the thing that makes it its own style. 
they're also playing with other styles in the same sense too. Mm-hmm. It's like how like it's almost kind of like how like jazz created rock and roll, where it's like they're taking so many different versions of animation and creating their own style just based solely off of that. Mm-hmm. It might be the most musically influenced animation I've ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it like it feels like sound. Yeah, it, watching it does. It. That somehow makes a lot of sense. Right? <laughs> I thought, as I said that, I was like, that feels very poignant. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you're really smart. Does. <laughs> like, and just, like, the visuals behind it, like, Gwen's world, and, yeah. like, I mean, that is, that's my favorite of the entire thing. Like, I fucking yeah. love Gwen Stacy's. That washed out yeah. Stella look. Yes. Oh, so and, good. like, yeah. I don't even fucking love watercolor that much, but yeah. just, like, the... The color palette, how it all like is moving and bleeding into each other, yeah, is so fucking cool in yeah. that, yeah. And like to the point where Miles's version feels like the normal world, yeah, essentially, yeah. And then everywhere else he goes gets to be like a riff on it, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm pumped to see where we go in the next one, yeah. Too. It's like bring it, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> bring and it I, on, and every single one, you know, like the first one blew me away in what it could do. This second one absolutely went bonkers. And the fact that, like, they're going to try to, like, outdo themselves again. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea where yeah. it could go. It could be, it could so... go full live action at this point. <laughs> but, it yeah. could be, like, hands just doing little, little kicks <laughs> with fingers. Just all shadow puppets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's my number one. Loved it. Yep. Cool. I won't, uh, I won't disagree with that catch me tomorrow it might be my number one <laughs> there you go uh my number one's already been mentioned oh guardians three. Oh, oh okay. wow i haven't mentioned that yet okay. that was uh i wanted to watch it so bad when it came out and started streaming just never got around to it so when we had our december theme yeah and i got to watch it i was so pumped my top five like it's not a criteria but one thing that i wanted my top five is movies i will rewatch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. like if it's in my top five it's got to be a movie i either have watched several times already like wonka <laughs> or i will watch several times uh guardians i will watch over and over uh-huh. i fucking love that movie teared up throughout the movie <laughs> it's a great story like we've said already the villain is fucking phenomenal uh-huh. yeah it's unlike most villains in yep. marvel movies or in movies in general um i loved it yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, we talked enough about it already. I don't want to go too deep on it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Guardians 3, my number one. What a way to end it, too, with uh, Dog Days Are Over by oh, Lawrence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. What a great moment as they're all singing and dancing so to that. So good. It and just, like, felt cathartic. That, we yeah. talked about the Guardians a couple weeks ago. The soundtracks of each of them mm-hmm. build. Yeah. And they're so fucking great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it that, opens yeah, with... The live version of Creep. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I like I put that on my Spotify after I listened. I was like, "Yeah, that's, a, that's such a good version." Like I didn't think Creep could sound more depressing. And then there's the acoustic <laughs> yeah, version. But yeah, well, Dog Days Are Over. I was like, it felt like you were going to like a retirement party. Yeah, like, it was just like a big dance at like the like, a retirement party. Was they're like, all like fucking howling yeah. at the moon. Yeah. It's like as they're guys, doing it. Had, it just felt like such yeah. a release. It felt like you were going to like the retirement. Like, guys, we did it. Like everyone's like a high five. Guys, we did it. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was, as the movie ends, it's like you just feel like I'm done. Yeah. I'm yeah. done with this. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Happy. Yep. I don't want to yeah. see him again. Dude. Like you said earlier, Dave. Like. That's the best feeling on a franchise where you're like, it's over. 
Yeah. And I'm yeah. happy with the ending. Like, yep. How many things can you say about that in an age yeah. where they just want to keep recycling things? Where yeah. you're just like, it's over. And yeah. I'm yeah. I'm satisfied. I don't need to I see don't these need again. more. Yeah. And when yeah. it feels like a perfect ending where it's like, I can come back and revisit this. And it can still feel just as wonderful as opposed to like dreading, are they going to fuck it up next time? Yeah. yeah. Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the new one. I wanted to, but I like, and I have no strong feelings one way or another. Love the first three, mm-hmm. fourth ones, whatever, mm-hmm. and like I'll get to it. But like, you don't need to just keep dusting yeah. things off, yeah, right. And honestly, for a movie to beat a wrestling movie for me, that's nuts. It's pretty good. That's nuts. Of course, it's gonna be Marvel. Like those are my two favorite things. Right? Like, that's but, nuts. I, yeah, Guardians three, my number one. All right. Dave. All right. Mine has not been mentioned. Oh! Oh, God. My, I guess, just based on process of elimination here, (laughs) is uh, Talk to Me. I've been meaning to watch this. Like lovers. I've heard a a lot of people give rave reviews for this one. Yeah. This was a low-budget Australian horror film by two first-time directors. And it's basically about, like, these kids, as they go around to, like, house parties, there's a, like, ceramic hand Mm -hmm. that if you hold it and say, I think, I let you in, then they can channel a spirit for, like, 90 seconds. And it's just, it's almost like chat roulette. Oh, God. Where just, like... (laughs) People are jerking off on camera. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. The ghosts are. Levi, Levi, turn away. Turn away. Close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it, it's like it's kind of like an analogy for kids like doing drugs at this yeah. time, where they're like mm-hmm. they're just they're here and it's peer pressure, and they'll like go and do this, and they'll just let some foreign substance into their body, and like they're all just like filming it on their iPhones and everything, and it's this big like online sensation as these people are like possessed and speaking in tongues and all this shit and then it just shows like how fucking horrible it can go wrong in the right circumstance and it is uh it's just like a like the perfect encapsulation of that type of first-time director low-budget movie Mm -hmm. that hits hard Mm -hmm. it's got like relatable characters and you like them but then when like the horror aspect happens Mm -hmm. it like knocks you back and you're like oh fuck like oh yeah this is a horror movie yeah (laughs) like this is fun for a while but like it actually gets really fucking horrible (laughs) at times too man i don't know if it's streaming i i saw it in the theater and then i bought it on blu-ray since it came out it Hmm. it might be but check it out it's it's like 90 minutes. It's a quick... Oh, you're, oh, you already... Co- you're no, just in, already. in and out. And Cole's it's... got his veto for my movie for next week already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, goodbye, Prince Makalaki. God damn. You know, it's just like... Just the wonder of like not having a franchise or anything tied to it. You just sit down. You're like, I don't know what this is. Like, hope it's good. You watch it. You're like, that was great. And now it's over. And now I'm moving on. <laughs> and I... Uh, yeah, I just... I heard buzz about it, and I ran to the theater and watched it before I heard too much about it, and fucking loved it. Cool. And thought it was like the like the best type of horror movie that you can make. Hell yeah! Some young, fresh talent that hasn't been like tampered by studio expectations, and like make a fucking big blockbuster production out of this, or churn out Saw nine, ten, yeah. eleven out yeah. of this. <laughs> Just an original idea. 
that was really good and creepy and fun and would recommend it to anybody that wants like a good like good spooky movie right. cool spooky. Spooky. spooky i wrote it down yeah. all righty it's a uh, weird thing they said, didn't call it talk to the hand i know because <laughs> there is a literal hand in it <laughs> but. that's great <clears throat> Oh, shit. Joel, it's down to you. Uh, my number one, it's probably no surprise. 